0: Hello, welcome to the Comic Shop. This is Comic Shop Confidential. Today is June 18th. Up from Atlanta. This is Jim. From Elmira. From Elmira. Ziggy. Hi there. <laughs> from Phoenix. This is Paul. And from Watertown, I am Scott. We roll.
1: Hey, welcome to the, uh, the Comic Shop Confidential. Obviously, we can't use Kitchen Confidential because that's copyrighted, so... Uh, We we weren't sure exactly what we wanted to call it, but this is the uh, kitchen edition where we're going to talk about a lot of stories that we had, and it uh, just kind of sprung up from many of our conversations about things. A lot of us spent a lot of time together in our our youth and still uh, working in in kitchens to this Mm -hmm. day, Um, so this is our opportunity to go over it. Thanks to Ziggy. Ziggy has actually come out with most of our itinerary. I'm not going to spoil any of it. the format's gonna basically be us going over each kind of going over some of these topics. It's gonna these are gonna dig holes like you wouldn't believe. Um and then of course we'll get as far as we can. This one this is gonna be part one. Yeah. So
0: probably be <laughs> it's
1: probably gonna be multiple parts. So we'll see mm-hmm. how it goes and kind of roll out, and because this is something that people are interested in and 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 um I definitely think it'd be fun to kind of uh go over some of these tales. So we have our booze in our hands, um, or whatever um medicine you have and um mm-hmm. uh, we're ready to just talk about stories and uh from there we'll kind of take it from there see t- i'm gonna play it by ear a little bit here so that being said uh ziggy you know what you're uh you're the guy that came up with this uh this mad scientist thing man you want to lead us off
2: yeah we'll start when we're young and get to where we're old and decrepit like scott <laughs> You, sir, right. are
0: old and decrepit like Scott, so shut up.
2: <laughs> I'm just old. I'm not decrepit like Scott. Oh,
1: yeah. I think he could drink a beer without his foot, foot inflating to the size of a fucking Weeble Wobble. I <laughs>
2: have <laughs> zero piss in my
3: feet. Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, cherry poppers, at some point in time somebody conned your stupid son of a bitch ass sitting on a couch somewhere into taking a job at a restaurant because i don't think anybody like i don't know scott might have been dumb enough but fuck it said i'm gonna go apply at this restaurant because it's what i want to do right you're just like i need a job who's got a job and it's always one of your friends that con you they're like i got this job for you right so uh i don't know we'll just start with jim who suckered you in oh
1: man so my first first kitchen job that I ever had was, uh, I got a, I got a call from, uh, I think it was, I think you had, had kind of been the guy that was the in-between, but Jamie Paul said that they were hiring at, um, Red Lobster. And I was like, I, I don't have a goddamn ounce of experience. Like, I don't, have done anything. sure anything. That's okay. Most people don't. So I was like, all right, I went up there, uh, this, keep in mind, this is our heyday. We're driving back and forth to Watertown, like almost every weekend. Um and i went in i interviewed um everything went fine and originally i think they were going to try to put me in prep but then they were like no we're gonna put you on the line i was like okay so i i ended up working in the appetizer station uh for most of the time that's where i worked with um that's i already met him but that's where i worked with alan mace back am i originally so that's a name from the past
3: um
2: and then the blue robes
1: yeah, the man in the blue robes. <laughs> that's him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the man in the blue robes.
3: Why did you say so?
1: Oh man, <laughs> oh, that's a story in and of itself. But uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. So that's when I started. That's when I actually started cooking. Uh, was uh, at how old lobster. were you? Shit, nineteen. I want to say I'd already been working at. I'd worked at. Um, I was 17 when I worked at the um, the arcade. Um, I was just like shy of my 18th birthday when I was working at the arcade. That was my first job. It was horrible. It was a fucking horrible job. Um, you basically sat around and changing quarters all day long. But the thing was is that you had like this uh, expiration for when the store shut down, you had to vacuum the entire place. Keep in mind, this is a place where children are constantly. Oh, yeah. And you had to vacuum the whole place, you had to wipe down all the machines, you had to do all the shit. You had to be out in a half hour. He had to do your count of all the money too. In a half hour. Or else they got all mad at you and gave you shit. You stopped getting paid at like like at, at ten o'clock exactly. It's like that's some bullshit. So but yeah, I got out of that that job. But, well the, the guy kept changing the schedule. He's one of those guys that was like, you know, oh, okay, I changed the schedule. I was like, how, I know, how am I gonna know that though? Well you gotta call each day and ask for your schedule. Fuck yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, So I got fired because I did a no call, no show. And I'm like, well, how would I know that? Well, I told you to call. I'm like, you know what, though? I'm OK. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. So, uh, yeah. And that's how I ended up um, sliding into that job at uh, Red Lobster. So it was it was OK. It didn't last long. God, I don't think I was there for. Three months, maybe. Um, I got fired because I was late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was I was late coming back. I was well, the one time I was really late. I was coming back from Watertown, and there was a some major traffic. There was a pile up or something on eighty one or something. And I had got, I was like an hour late. And the one dude Joe just came out and was like, Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna have to part ways. I'm like, What does that mean? He goes, Well, that means you don't work here anymore. I'm like, Oh, was so first job I was. Well, it's the second job I got fired from. It's but it's the first job that
0: I got fired, fired from, from
1: fired from that I actually cared about. Like, I actually kind of liked it because it was actually kind of cool to go and work and work on a, you know, on and stuff. So I did like it. So, but, uh, I mean, that was my first one. The really, the really true story is when we get into the, the, the Ruby stuff, but I'll save that for when we get into the Ruby, Ruby channel. Mm-hmm. So, because, uh, Ziggy going into it, Ziggy actually having the job there is how I got in. So, it was it's a funny... Like everybody got It, it is a funny-ass fucking story how I got fucking hired there. It was fucking com- comedy gold, so I'm going to enjoy talking about that story. So, uh I guess, pass it back to
2: uh, Zig. Um That's me. All right. So, uh, I was hanging out with those... What the hell were their names, those two karate guys? Uh Johnny Dragon there. John Allen. John Allen, yep. Jay Lowman and... For like three Jay fucking lawmen, Christ. For three okay. months, Jay is going, John, you gotta get me a job where you work. John, you gotta get me a job where you work. John, you gotta get me a job where you work. John's like I'm working on it, but we don't have any opening. So John goes to work at like four. At like four fifteen, Jay's phone rings. He's like, <laughs> "Hey, somebody just walked out. Get up here." And Jay goes, "Yeah, I don't think I want to go."
1: And that was Loman. Like, yeah, that was
2: and Tom's like you've asked me every day for three months. I told him I got a guy who can come in right now. You're not doing anything but sitting there with Ziggy, get your ass up here. He's like, oh, no. Maybe Ziggy wants a job. Hang on, let me ask him. Ziggy want a job? He's like, I didn't even offer Ziggy a job. He's like, fine, send Ziggy up. <laughs> Is it <this> schoon- schoonovers? <laughs> yeah. I drove up to Schoonovers. I was like, there was nothing like I didn't even do my opening paperwork till the following week. I just went in and went to work. Yeah, Penny? yeah. was Penny there then? Yeah, uh, that's how I met her. Like my third day there. Yeah,
1: it was. Uh... Yeah, I remember going over. Christ, it's I don't what know what if I, I had... ever. I don't know if I ever ate there. To be honest really... with you, I don't recall.
2: Believe it or not, food is pretty good, but uh, it was. the best thing in that restaurant is they had this like great aunt, like the owner was already like 50 ish and uh, it, it was his mom's sister, this little old lady. I can't think of her name for the life of me, but once a week she would bring in the pies. She spent all week break baking these grandma pies and they were the best freaking pies you have ever had in your life. Like imagine a pie that you can't stand a flavor of hers was still good enough to eat. Like it's the only way to describe it.
0: Hmm. I think that was the only time I ever enjoyed a bite of a blueberry pie, and I hate blueberry pie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good. I, I I honestly think at some points dessert was what kept that friggin' restaurant in business. Hmm.
1: So that's uh, so <coughs> for me. Schoonover for Ziggy.
2: Uh, who who want to pick on next? Before I forget. Uh, the the original Schoonovers was in Oakland. Well, don't you have to like drive right by it? It's right on the like main drag, and it's still there. Really? It was there at least. Uh, let me see. Uh, it's been a while. It's only back in '98. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but what I'm saying is, it was last time I was in Elkland was about nine years ago, and it was still there and still open.
1: I don't recall it though. That's weird. I don't. It's, where was it though? I and mean, when you say the main drag, you mean like coming into town, or you mean like down towards like you're heading out?
2: Um, it's hard to say. I know there's like a gas station almost right across the street from it. But, uh, thing was, is at the time I was working at Lowe's and we were on the delivery truck. So we just came off some back hill road. And all I remember, okay. over was there and we were less than like three minutes from 15.
1: Okay. God, that must be on the other side of town. That must be down towards that. Yeah. I know where you're talking about now. You're, that's what they call downtown for them. Um, oh. It's right around that region. That's where a lot of so that's where like they had the Pudgies there and a few other places. But yeah, never, never. I I bet if I asked my uncles, they wouldn't really know. But
3: yeah. Hmm. Uh, Polly?
4: Uh, mine was uh mine was Cracker Barrel. Uh it started as a dish bitch.
0: How old you were you that? was your first job, first to yeah. job, maybe. Yeah. I'd oh. say, well,
4: I'd say definitely. Well, on the books, like I did, I did like snatch that stupid shit up at the Memorial Field and Dexter and stuff. But yeah, um, I
0: mean that counts, I guess. How
4: old was I? I think I was. Well, I know when. When did you start there, Scott? Do you remember? Barrel? God. Yeah. Because I, 11. I must have been twenty. Because I know you weren't there too but, long. Uh, you I were there see. under six months. Before I hit 21, because that's when you introduced me to Keglers. Yeah. So I was I was probably yeah I I probably started there when I was like 19 or 20 or so. I'm thinking thinking Uh, it's
0: been about 13 years since I was at Cracker Barrel, and I was there for 13 (laughs) years. Damn. Prior.
4: (laughs) No, I was there. I needed a job. Uh, Jody was working up there. Justin was working up there. And uh, yeah, so.
0: That well, dude's a funny fucker. Just in case, he's Justin. So yeah,
4: he's fucking building kit. Do you have him on Facebook by chance?
0: I don't know. I think maybe. He's
4: he's got a fucking '87 Trans Am. Uh, I'll send you some pictures, or maybe I'll see if you friend request. But yeah, he's he's building kit in his in his garage. That's what he's doing now.
0: That's awesome. He's, That's he's ripping cool. this whole a, thing
4: apart. A he's making a replica. He's got like the dash, the buttons, the fucking the LED lights. Like he's building kit. It's,
1: now it's I, pretty, I follow a guy on uh, YouTube that actually built a whole kit from the ground up. I'll just send it, is, it send it to you guys.
4: Yeah, he's. A, I know like, it started. It, it was a red Trans Am, and now I don't even think he has it painted yet. He, I mean, he's literally tearing it down to the bolts, like he's he's pulling everything out of it, cleaning it, painting it.
2: You know, so is it's going to be or is he going to do the one that went to Mexico and came out?
4: What? Uh, he's he's doing like traditional, like the Michael Knight ride, the.
2: What do you mean the one that went to Mexico? You're talking not about Car, are you? No, no, I'm not you... talking about Car. Uh, car just that little douchey sidekick. Um, so, in the later seasons of The Knight Rider with Hasselhoff, uh, Kit gets totaled and the rig gets totaled. And uh, basically, a Mexican chop shop puts Kit back together with some upgrades. So, he's got like these little oh, funk.
3: that's when he got chop super, chop super pursuit mode. Shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: I kind of remember that. Yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it was a what the hell was that? The, the the black kid that was a mechanic was like one of the lead dudes in the chop shop. Shit, I can't remember. I have the whole damn series. I, I know what
1: I'm talking isn't, about. Isn't that when he had to go fight the fucking what was what was the truck's name? Goliath. Goliath. That's right. And yeah. Garth. Knight. He had he had lasers <laughs> and shit. Everything else. Fucking <laughs> that show was fucking wild, dude. That's pretty cool. So yeah, you're yeah, like, like, what, 20, you are like like twenty.
4: Yeah, it's probably like nineteen or twenty. I think. Well, it'll be two thousand and one. So yeah, it had to be yeah nineteen or twenty. Um, but yeah, they were all working up there. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll go work up there. And then, yeah, starting the dish pit, and that's, I mean, that that started the the life of ruin because I I was introduced to a Bergeman, uh, the Justin, and uh, that that was just odd altogether. And then I realized he came from a family of oddity. And
3: <laughs> oh yeah.
4: But, yeah, so, yeah, it, it, for me, it was cool. Like I said, I was working up there. At the time, Jody and Justin were both in the dish pit. Um, with r- pretty much me getting hired, let them cross train out because I started, you know, ruling the dish pit with an iron fist. Are we talking yeah. Bergevin? Yeah, Justin Bergman.
1: Fucking yeah. that dude. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's an adventure right there, man. It was fun. <laughs>
4: like, I liked
0: working with him. Like, it, it, it's, it,
1: Still it's, had it's the most kid. ridiculous stories. Oh,
0: God,
2: yes.
4: yes. Trying to figure out what's bullshit and what's not. Then you meet his brothers and find out that most of the stuff, stuff we thought was bullshit was actually true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. What they, the they fuck? They
2: that way about them. They could <laughs> they could uh, <laughs> attract wild stories. That was yep. the joy yep. of out with them, right? Getting sucked into that vortex of where is this adventure taking me because we're only going to the store.
4: Yep. <laughs> like, I love closing. <laughs> I love closing with Jut because it, me and him, I mean, the average dish to get out. This was it was a point of pride, and I it's whatever is dishwashing, but it's it's easy to see a good dishwasher from a bad dishwasher, and it's it's I always say it's like the easiest job to learn, the hardest one to do. But um, an average close time like between a half hour forty minutes, me and J get out of there in about seven minutes flat. Damn. Because we just pre do it. all, depended, it all depended
0: it. on the guys on the line, whether or not they got your shit to you right away. Oh
4: right? no, it did depend on it. Fucking anybody, them get their shit to me, I will go up we'll there grab and grab that
0: shit. <laughs>
4: yeah, we grab yeah. the cart, stack it up. Chad Frazier was probably the best because I mean he he went to get out of there just as bad as we did. He had uh, uh fucking Jenna Raycraft to get home to. Oh yeah. But, um, <laughs> but uh, no, we just go and get the cart. We fucking I didn't care who the hell was closing online. We just I just, I just no. remember yelling
0: over to the pit, like, clear out your receiving window. You're about to get slammed. Here you go. <laughs>
4: but, yeah, we had it done. I mean, and that's usually when Junt and I were closing, that's the only thing we had to do is line, like floors and everything uh, all done. So we run through those last, like, eight pans and a few utensils and drop the uh, break apart the dish machine, and we're out. Terry that's still got to I mean, be
1: an adventure, man. Fucking That dude is just fucking wild, man. You wouldn't, oh, know, yeah. it. It you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know it because the random shit would come out of his mouth. You're like, "What the fuck is this guy got? You know, like, special needs or something?" But then, like, <laughs> you yeah. talk to him, you're like, "Fuck!" But you know, the main thing I remember about him is that I, I saw Jay Town casually put him into a wall at Carol's house. So, but, <laughs>
4: yeah, I've heard that story too. <laughs> uh-huh. but, yeah, that was my start,
0: and then nice. I think I was
4: it was under a year. Then I actually started cooking.
0: Well, that's where you met like me and Gary too.
4: Yeah, that's where I met. Yeah, that's where I met everybody. I started with them. Then yeah, Scott got hired. Or just yeah, you got hired. Then you brought Gary in, or the other way around.
0: I brought Gary in. He started before I did because I had to finish up my other job.
4: Ah, yeah. But yep, so that's where I met. Yeah, Scott and Gary and Big Gay Phil and everybody else, all the (laughs) characters.
1: I guess that leaves. Oh, one thing I want to throw in there. How old were you when you got that job, Ziggy?
2: Uh, I was either 19 or just almost 19. I was I can't remember if it was No, I was 19. I was 19. Okay. Because we're establishing
1: ages here, so we can kind of so're we're, we're creating a time we're creating a timeline.
2: Oh. <laughs> asked this question a while back. It's, I can't remember why I was rich between 18 and 19 before I had a job.
1: I remember either, but you always had money. Yeah, I I remember you had crazy money too. Oh, like you were a like, point, scam artist.
2: Well, that was it. The point of the whole matter was I had like three, four scams going at the time, and the only one yep. I can remember is the uh, illegal ID scam, which came to a halt later. But I can't mm-hmm. remember the other three, and so I I called Jim drunk one night. I'm like, what the hell were my scams? I can't remember. It's you, like were,
1: you were you hust- were you hustled a lot of chicks. I knew that. Um, you know, chicks would just give you. Well,
2: and that was always pocket money.
1: Yeah, but. I mean, there wasn't a time when, you know, you were without, like, tacos or pizza or coffee mm-hmm. or anything, really. Um, yeah. A lot of us also kind of sat around going, teach us the ways, you know, like, what the fuck is going on with this guy? These bitches think he's Xerxes and shit. I, I, I fucking... would
0: just sit over in the corner like, what in the fuck is happening right now? How, how is this? What the fuck?
1: <laughs> oh, man. That fucking, you know, the power of the kielbasa, right? So,
3: that's so. right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I fucking came coming back for more. He was doing something right. So but uh shit, so Scott, that leaves you, man. Shortly
0: Decided I wasn't gonna do a paper out anymore. And I decided it by dumping all of the Sunday papers into the Black River.
3: <laughs> I
0: <laughs> I went to <laughs> Alan's Diner, which is now Moe's Diner, and started as a dishwasher. God, seventeen. Okay. No, 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 no. I had to be. 60. It was only there for like six months, and then I jumped ship, went off to be a carny.
2: A paper boy with a bike or a bag or
0: bag and a bike. And them Sunday papers, fucking.
2: Nobody has a photo of this. I am so let down right now. <laughs> 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 That's me too.
0: Them oh, Sunday shit. papers suck balls.
2: I bet there's pictures.
1: Yeah, but, I bet there's photos around. They're they're around. I, I, oh, yeah. I did not. I did
0: not like to leave photographic evidence of things. because oh, I, I
2: remember <laughs> I got your yearbook photo with the fro, and this is right in the pocket. Oh, that
0: was ridiculous.
2: Quit. This is like, I mean, this is right after. So I'm telling you, I get. I'm just. That was
0: the year I quit.
2: <laughs> picturing the hair bear on the non-motorcycle with this freaking big ass bag with the fluorescent strap. Yep. <laughs> Tossing these shits at dogs under cars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that was a very short-lived adventure. That one, but uh, the, the washing dishes at Mo's—that or not Mo's—it was, fuck, Allen's. Allen's diner back then. Yeah, because his daughter took it over and named it Mo's. But uh, huh. yeah, I was there. I did dishes there for like six months in that kitchen. Then was the, the most disgusting shithole I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> they had the, the cooks. The Allen's place. Off. Yeah, like right over, right over where the grill line was. There was like a cubby hole where they store equipment and shit up in there. Yeah, you had a fucking ten foot ladder to get in there. Oh. Cook cooks would get pissed off and they start whipping eggs up in there. Oh. I, can't t- I can't tell you how many times I seen just people just hauling eggs. Oh! oh. Fuck this fucking place! Oh. I mean, <laughs> thank God I never got asked to clean up there because I would have said fuck you.
2: I'm done. (laughs) You know, I can honestly say I didn't work anywhere that was, like, terrible with sanitation ever. Yeah, I didn't either. I mean, I know people who have, I've heard of places, like, around here that I know are bad, but I wasn't in them. But I've never actually worked at one that was disgusting.
4: I haven't. I interviewed for one, though. That was the most disgusting kitchen I've ever been in in my entire life. I live right around the corner. When I lived on uh, Mill Street and I went to interview at Mister Rick's. Oh yeah, <laughs> I
3: remember you telling the, me all about it.
4: I, I, I to this day I won't eat at Mister Rick's. I don't give a fuck if he's got a brand new building, a brand new kitchen, but I don't give a fuck if those standards are still the, the same.
1: Same practices are probably in place. Yeah. You waiting for Gordon like, Ramsey to show up? You're gonna kill somebody.
4: Kill somebody. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was bad. Like, uh, well, to give you a, a reference, I won't go into everything. Maybe later on in this in this podcast or whatever, I'll go into. Just something, talk but, about uh, the
0: glazing. Just talk about the glazing. All right, well, okay,
4: I'll I'll add that one too. So I walk in and I'm just observing uh, these three people making donuts at like one, two o'clock in the morning. This is when I go in because that's when the shift leader, whatever, supposed to be there. Uh, the, it's the middle of summer. They have a, a old screen door on, kind of like you know, like you find on the outside of a trap house. There's holes. There's duct tape, and hmm. uh, so there's flies in the kitchen. And these flies are attracted to sugar, and they have a big glazing table, which is a big trough full of glaze, and they fucking glaze, you know, 24 donuts at a time. And I'm noticing that when he's dipping this down and pulling it up, that there's a quite a, a, a quantity of flies in the glaze. Oh, Flying through these donuts. And and, yeah, there's not a glove in the place. Uh, It it was, it was bad. Um, And then I think, I I think the telltale was when I actually took my interview with the owner, Paul Terry. And uh, he was in, we were in the proofing room, which doubles as a stock room. and, uh, And he was smoking a cigarette while we were doing an interview. So I'm just like, uh, I'm just looking. at him like, eh, Well, I don't know. I mean, I was looking. I I think I started giving them a bunch of excuses. I'm like, well, that schedule might not work for me. The schedule would be perfect because I DJ'd and I'd have to go in at like mm. I don't know, three in the morning till whenever, and it's not like I was doing anything. And it was it was literally my back door. Like they the the having a bakery next to your house like will make you fat just on smell alone. So I love it. Well, from that. Yeah. But yeah, I and not after I saw it. <laughs> nope. I, like that I was that not, was like
0: one of the go-to places in town to get confectionery sure was and then it's nail them stories and I'm like, oh my god
4: <laughs> yeah and I put a yeah I put a stop to that in my personal life like I told everybody and I'll still tell everybody to this fucking day that was just
1: disgusting they're like, not, are they, they still in business?
4: Oh yeah, he's yeah, got oh, a yeah. Brand he's, new facility. He's got a yeah, he's got a brand new facility, a new kitchen, all kinds of stuff. But like I said, same practices as
1: follow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's I the mean, same if he's owner. okay
0: doing it there, why wouldn't it be okay doing it back there?
1: Exactly. <laughs> God, so, Jesus, that's horrible. And then Damn. even on a
4: side note for that, this is well, this turned into a slamming Mr. Rick segment, but uh <laughs> we we ordered bread from him when I was uh, at Spook Hill, and it would just be awful, it'd be overproof. So we get these big rolls we use for Cubans. We open them up and it'd just be a big cavity. It'd be there's it like no bread part to it. It was it's, it was bad.
1: They probably took the bread out to use for like fucking croutons or some shit. They won't or notice. Or ashtrays. Or ashtrays. Yeah. God, Jesus. But yeah. um. Wow. Okay. Well, on that note, <laughs> I
2: just want to laugh. Slamming Mr. Rick. <laughs> I, I,
0: I heard I heard you crack up when he said that. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: maybe Mr. Rick. Uh, so uh, yeah, that was
2: that's code for Scott's pegging. Oh,
4: guy's <laughs> nice. asshole is called Mister Rick.
2: What <laughs> the
1: fuck? God, the peg is called Mister Rick. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking peg is called Pickle Rick. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! It's probably fucking. Sh- it's probably just like a three D fucking <laughs> printout of fucking of a fucking pickle Rick. i was telling you.
0: So we kind of touched a little bit on the second and B there, first time we're all together.
1: We touched yeah, we a little could bit on
0: probably we probably wanna
1: we probably need to go to uh we probably need to go back to Ruby's.
0: Well yeah, yeah. We, we touched we touched on the North, North Country North. end with Paul and me and Gary and everybody else.
1: Yep. So Ruby's I guess start off with Ziggy because he's the one that starts the Well,
0: well he like was the you. first one with his foot in the door.
2: Yep. Oh, uh, God, how how it all begins. So I'm dishwashing his overs. The friggin' uh, guy who was... runs the place, Ken, reminded me of the little bald guy from Benny Hill that he just gets slapped him on the head and front my way. <laughs> yep. And I couldn't see eye to eye with this guy because he was eye to nipple with me. So needless to say, this with my uh endearing attitude as a teenager, this led to some chaos. So So finally, he gives me a bunch of shit one night. And he's got his two kids in the fucking restaurant all the time, right? The one's like, nine. All right, and all of a sudden this nine-year-old starts giving me shit. I'm like, all right, Jack, I am not taking any fucking shit from somebody with no hair on their nuts. I'm like, it's going to work like this. I don't care if you're the boss's son and you think you're going to own this place one day. He's a shitty boss. He runs a shitty business and you're going to have nothing to inherit. It's going to be closed in four months. <laughs> Did old it? dad hear you? Now, the funniest part about this is it was closed in four months, but Mm -hmm. at the time I was just mad. So he runs and he tells his dad, so his dad comes out and I'm like, just get your little ass back in the freaking office before I freaking stuff it in there. So John Allen comes over trying to calm me down with, "Ah, I'm a great karate guy. So I whip a knife past his head, it sticks in the light socket, like right next to his ear and knocks out all the power to the kitchen. (laughs) right john's like you just throw a knife at me i'm like yeah find me in the dark ninja fucker. (laughs) 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 this is going on i'm like i quit good luck with this on my way out i pop the bottom drain to the dishwasher so it leaks all over the floor i get in the old uh i had the grocery getter at the time right
1: oh man that thing that thing had a lot of adventures that was the millennium falcon at the
2: time it was right and i'm looking at that guy I'm looking yeah. at Ken's Lincoln Town car sitting there on a solid gravel lot. So, next thing you know, I'm on my third donut around that fucking building at a good 45 miles an hour. <laughs> I just fucking jacked that e-brake, spin the ass, and pepper the entire side of this car with gravel. <laughs> right, And he comes out the door, and he's yelling and screaming. I'm like, hey, that's the way I said I quit, motherfucker. <laughs> I drove off.
0: Shit. i <laughs> surprised you didn't call a cop on you.
2: I couldn't have cared. I, I think he was scared. <laughs>
0: well, you just threw a knife into a ball socket.
2: Yeah. That was more to what John know. And <laughs> <Ben>, you bastard! <laughs>
0: I oh. fucking move up there and any sentences me to that joint.
2: So anyway, <laughs> so anyways, God, only like a friggin' uh, month goes by and there's a, literally, I'm looking at ads in the papers and it says new restaurant opening interviews at the Holiday Inn, so I go down, and uh, that was Ruby Tuesdays. I got hired on the spot, and they're like, what can you do? I was like, I was a dishwasher, but I was about to train up to the line, but I couldn't take that place anymore because mom and pop owned, and the pop was an idiot. So they're like, well, all right, do you know anything about cooking? I'm like a little bit with a family of five. So yeah. they get me all set up to be a dishwasher, and then everybody, everything was a test, like this handwritten four-page test on spec, even for dish. And I friggin' sit in there and they give me the test. I'm done in like four minutes. And they grade it. And they're like, you're the only one who got 100. And you're done in like four minutes. So I was like, yeah, I'm a good test taker. I don't know what to tell you. And they're like, well, you know what? Oh,
3: common sense shit.
2: I think we're going to move you up to prep. I'm like, okay. So I go and I take the prep test and same thing. And they're like, oh, man, you're going to be like our head prep cook. Life is going to be good. Um, We're going to do the kitchen walkthrough because the place was being built. That's why the first two weeks of training are in the Holiday Inn. And uh, they're like, you know any people? So I start asking my friends, you know, trying to steal Penny. I'm trying to frigging con Jim into coming in, all that stuff. Um,
1: well, you so, kept saying there was the openings, though, weren't for, like, prep or anything. It was always, like, dish or salad bars. Well, it
2: was, yeah, because those were the yeah. starter ones. they just, like, they that was the – I forgot about that. They bumped me from dish to salad bar to prep. That's what it was because I just aced through yeah. everything. So – the restaurant's open, you gotta do the food show and all and the uh the mall appreciation show and all that. And this whole time I have memorized everything for prep. And like the day they do the food show, they're like, You're on the line. I'm like, what? They're like, two people quit, you're on the line. So like I like Wow. You realize and... so I got and... thrown into the pantry as the king of prep, right? Like I knew every recipe in prep, but they're like, Yeah, you're good, you're moving up. So that's why I started on the line. I actually only prepped for like the food show. That was it. Mm. But then we had all those openings. So I just started like, I'm like, I'm going to fill this up with my friends and have some fun. Sorry, you broke up there. I said, I'm just going to fill this up with my friends and have some fun. So there we go. That's how I started dragging people in and around then I, you know, I got the house. So I was moving people down here too. It worked out.
1: Like I'm trying to think who um who was the first that well, was Scott the first transplant that got moved into Ruby Tuesdays.
2: Uh, Scott. I, I, I went
0: to Schoonovers to take over as a dishwasher. Yep. Oh, okay. I was only there for well, like a month.
2: And didn't uh, you were there and then they conned Malone into going there, didn't they? Stickbug? Stickbug went there. Yeah, I remember that. I don't
1: that. recall her working there.
2: Oh, oh, she replaced you, is what I'm saying.
0: Oh yeah, okay.
2: That's um,
1: that's long. That's that pretty much easy. probably how for her, I bet. <laughs> probably how her and John ended up hugging up.
2: No, they were they were hooked up first and that's how she got in there. Uh okay.
1: Well, that's that's stick bug for you. Um <laughs> Yeah, so my so my my thing with Rubies was hilarious. Um <laughs> when I say hilarious, it was fucking terrible. So I'm sitting around going, you know what, I was a line cook. I could you know, I don't mind, I'll take a line cook job again. That's cool. And um uh, I get this call from Ziggy when I. It's, it's, I want to say it was two weeks before Christmas, three weeks before Christmas, something like that.
2: And, uh, you were like, Yeah, that would be like on par because, uh, training started in August. They did a bunch of crap, like almost literally like eight weeks of training. And then the opening was right before Thanksgiving, is when that restaurant actually went live.
1: Yeah, because, it was funny because the approach that he hit is something like he used, you know, it's it's, it's funny because I, I I can only say this now in the future, future me, but it was like he was recruiting me for a raid. He wasn't even <laughs> recruiting me for a job, right? He was just like, hey, man, uh, I really need you down here. I was like, what what are you, uh, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, well, you know, they've got a job opening here. I'm like, uh okay, well, I could use work. That's for sure. So I was out of, I was out of job for, oh, shit, I, I think a couple months at that point. And I was like, so, uh, all right, cool. What is it? Uh, he says, well, I just want you to understand something. I was like, oh, fuck. Here we go.
3: Because,
1: <laughs> you know, this, you're probably only going to be in it for a little while. I was like, okay. i like, what is it? He's what like, it's Dish. Oh no, Dish. And I was like, fuck me. I was like, what? well, what's going on with Dish? And he's like, well, they really need people. I was like, what do you mean they really need people? Well, they pretty much don't have any dishwashers anymore. You got, like, one lady that'll come in and do it part-time that's, like, was working in prep or something at the time. It's was like, oh, okay. So I came in, and I was like, fuck it. Fucking Ziggy talked me into it. He fucking does that shit. And
0: you're, thinking, you're thinking, ah, it's just washing dishes, whatever.
1: He rolled his fucking, he rolled like crits on his manipulation on that one. Like, <laughs> and I was just like, fuck. I was like, all right, fine, I'll go up there <laughs> the now. Dish pit <laughs> there
2: oh.
0: The dish pit there was a closet.
2: Yeah. No, but it wasn't that. You have to understand at the time, <coughs> uh, Olive Garden wasn't built yet. Red lobster was yep. not considered competition. You had lums across the street and friendlies upstairs in the mall and schoonovers on the corner that was already dying. Actually the I American
1: remember, food we was cornered. Completely so completely by rubies, yeah. Right.
2: So it was like the only restaurant. Not like in the mall. Not. In the mall. That thing was busy from the time you opened the door to the time they yelled last call every day for the first seven oh, yeah. months that restaurant was open.
1: So I get there
2: two hour wait all day long.
1: I get there, I roll up, and I was like, Well, I, I asked Ziggy, I so, said, What do I gotta dress as? He goes, he goes, just show up, wear like fucking he goes, he says, honestly, all you need is like fucking t shirt and like fucking wear some jeans. Jeans and a black t shirt. Yeah <laughs> and, and he goes uh and he goes you know just wear something comfortable for your shoes you gotta get no 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 what are they called no slide no shoes sli- or no sli- sli- no slips and but I, I he's like you don't need those tonight you just gotta get up here I was like okay so I got up there and I walk in and I'm like, holy fucking shit, dude. It was like a goddamn fucking like Rolling Stones was having a concert.
2: I was fact, like, couldn't even walk
1: through? No, I so I'm walking through, I'm getting in there, and I'm starting to walk out back and like somebody fucking intercepted me right at the door. I can't remember who it was, and they were like, Can I help you with something? I was like, yeah, I was told to call back and uh, go to the office. And I was like, okay. And I was, I was like, who are you? I was like, oh, I'm supposed to be the new dishwasher. They're like, oh, thank God. And all of a sudden, like the bar's like clapping and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Right? So I <laughs> walk in and my dude, my dude, at this point, they're recycling prep people, line people, everything going in to wash dishes. They, and there they, and me they at can't. This
2: point. I was. Yeah. yeah. The pantry down to a science and i was damn fast as a dishwasher so they're like go catch up dish." i'd catch up dish they're like shit line went down go catch up the line catch up the line shit dish went down go catch up dish. I'm like Can i call a friend they're like anybody i got there
1: and it was yeah. like fucking it was like the goddamn it was like watching the hobbit you know that fucking song started playing you know <laughs> you know crack the plates that's what Bilbo Baggins hates fucking thing going on. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? There's like stacks of plates and shit's flung all over the fucking place. There's, I don't even know what the fucking drink uh, carrier even is at this point. Right. The fucking, what the fuck are they call these That's racks. The, yeah. The glass racks. Thank you. I'm like, i like, what the fuck is this? And there's just people just throw the, the fucking servers are just coming in and dumping it. Like it's a fucking, like a dragon trove or something. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And, one of the good one of the good things about what
0: they did there, though, they had a big old trash can in front of the servers. Ted, they, usually, they usually dumped all their shit and then put the plate there.
1: Eh, not all of them. Silverware it had been. I was like, well, I remember, because I used to give people shit. I'm going to start charging, I used yep. to say. And so I walked in and I go, okay, what do I need to do? And fucking, I don't, I can't even remember who, I, you were just like, go in here, you take this, it's just like washing dishes at home. Take this, you use the sprayer, you stick it in the conveyor belt, shove it down the fucking way, take them out, stack them up, Keep going, just keep going. He goes, he goes. Don't worry about actually getting them anything to the line or putting anything anywhere. Just make sure you just get it up. And what the fuck were you even having me do? I think you just put it on the table or something. There's like a table There's, right there in the end. A uh, rack for the right. Yeah, yeah there
0: was a, there was a rack for all the dishes, and people would usually come and get them when it was just when it was fucked up
1: like
2: that. Oh, the they were getting them that
1: night. They were
0: getting them that and night. We were sure. getting
2: them one at a time.
1: Yeah, Earlier in the
2: evening, and then he got there. We can get them five at a time. But
1: I was slow as <laughs> fuck at first, man. I was like, holy shit, and I'm like. You're like no 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 no. Fucking most of the conveyor is gonna do the work for you. Just make get the main shit off and slide it through. Was like, all right.
2: we'll and then, complete one, take it out of the back and put it on the front. Do not sit there and scrub that shit.
1: Yep, exactly. Just run it again. So, and I I catch it up. I actually took took me a while. It took me like a good hour, hour and a half to catch up. And then all of a sudden it just kept coming. It just kept coming and coming and coming. It just over and over again. It was like fucking all the way to like, I don't oh, know. Fuck, were
2: lucky I hope you close that night to get out of there.
1: Your yeah. First. So I, so I was just sitting there and I got done and I'm just like, I'm fucking at the end. I'm like panting, sweating. Like what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> did I Drench. just sign up for? Like what the fuck? I've not, I've not filled out any paperwork whatsoever at all. I'd not done a goddamn thing. And then God, I want to see it was Kesterson or something that came up.
2: Yeah. John, was it, yeah, Luckily you got Kesterson in that Kurt.
1: And he came up and says, hey, man, you know, you should come in tomorrow. Just fill, bring your, you know, bring your ID, bring this, bring, you know, and we're going to fill all your paperwork, get you all set up. And, Watch videos. Yeah. And I'll go ahead and he goes, he goes, I got some good news for you. What's that? What's that? He goes, the schedule's completely full. You can pick whatever you want at any time. <laughs> there's nobody else. He goes, I'm going to try to find somebody else. But he goes, Are you okay doing like maybe like a couple double shifts here and there? I was like, it's fine. I was like, I don't care. I was like, I need the money. He's like, all right. My first couple weeks there, man, I was fucking probably. It was supposed to be. I initially, when I first got there, it was supposed to be. A, it was supposed to be a part time job, and that shit was probably. This is before all the laws and everything, so I was probably pushing. I was putting in like thirty five to forty hours a week as a fucking part timer that first week. So all I know is, all of a sudden, I started getting money, and that's when you start
2: yeah, getting I was money. Like 55 hour weeks until I went to college, or back to college. Yep,
1: and. So well, then I was still forty. Shit. Well then
0: after the after the month of being at Schoonovers, I came over and they stuck me on the salad bar.
2: Well, I, I vowed to make Ken Schoonover hate me. So first I stole Penny, then you were there. I stole you. I tried to steal uh Jeff Volgraf like ten times. He wouldn't do it. That Gee guy guys. wasn't
1: going nowhere. What uh so so I went through all that. And, did, and it was actually going through there, and it's like it's funny how kind of how how I moved up the ranks. But was I ever full time there, Ziggy?
2: Do you remember? Yeah, um, was I? Because for until for a little bit there, it was uh, me, you and Ron were the only pantry cooks.
1: No, it's true. That's right. I forgot about pantry. Yeah. So
2: because I remember the uh, we did the first semester of college, it was pretty hokey, and then uh, the the second semester of college, me and you loaded up because we wanted to get done early. So I had like friggin' twenty six credit hours. and I think you had like twenty three. Yeah, which is unheard of, by the way. So that we were both working like forty, forty five hours, and we
1: still and we still went and partied. Yep, un fucking real how how we lived, let alone fucking anything else. But so I
0: think, I think we averaged about four and a half, five hours of sleep, maybe.
1: Maybe
2: we I did. had <laughs> four hours sleep until about the time I was thirty-five, and then it started catching up to me. Finally,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up some stuff with uh, I'm gonna bring up the story with 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 Ziggy sometime down the road. If I forget, I'll I'll, I'll find a way to get in there. But it's back when he worked the three jobs. I got to tell you that I got to tell that story. So, oh, I got but um, uh, so I went from I was working dish, and then you beat front I, out front for a little while beat doing the same well thing then, I was doing. Well then you came in and then you were working there too and then I was like okay um I really want to fucking I want to move up. I wanna go I wanna go to fucking uh, Ron Herrick at this point was like oh you know you to come to pantry. And then you do great. You you gotta hustle. I was a pretty badass dishwasher back then. The problem is I was too good at it. So they were like fucking I think everybody starts in dish. So I was like nailing it uh, I had also a, I
2: had a fight to get you on that line. I remember that because the big thing was is they were trying to stuff you in prep. I was like, well, I still still
1: it. never made it. I, I, like, I still didn't make it. Him. That's
2: you could train him for prep, but he's coming to the goddamn line. And that's what happened,
1: is that what happened so finally John caved and was like, you know what, Jimmer? He hates to fucking call me that all the time. <laughs> Jimmer. Jimmer. <laughs> he goes, tell you what. You can go. We'll go ahead and put you. Uh, we'll get you on Salabar for a little bit. we we'll Work part time there. and We'll see how it goes, and then, you you know, I'll move that. <laughs> then we'll move you. Then we'll move Oh my god, I hated fucking Salabar, dude. I fucking. They had to it. wear a shirt and tie,
2: and yeah, there were people was there. A shirt and tie. My god, those was, and, there, stupid shirts. And there were well, people. I know.
1: There were all these fucking people out there. I just didn't want to fucking deal with or talk to. Same like today, and I'm like, what the fuck? These here's these fucking customers coming in Early enjoyed it <laughs> because i like talking to people <laughs> exactly and i'm like nah so i, I did it i did a few shit i was doing shifts there and then john finally kirk kept fucking saying all with oh, you're doing pretty good do you think you know maybe, maybe you can start working you know you could do salad bar full-time if you really want to get of dish i was like nah son no, I'm, I'm actually okay with that. And, and then John, John's like, uh, at this point, we're, we're starting to hang out with all the managers and stuff. We're actually starting to party with them and shit. And John, John we're all like, breaking the rules. Oh, yeah. And we, then John's you know, we like, need
2: a session on Kesterson. I'm just saying that. Uh, Kesterson's who
1: rescued me. He's the one who said, tell you what, man, here's what we need to do. So Kurt's trying to put you out front. I'm trying to get you, get you out back. You know, I was like, and I remember don't saying and some shit up to him. And
0: Get him on this podcast. I remember,
1: I remember, I remember ah. saying, I remember say, getting him shit. I was like, "What do you mean, get me out back?" He's like, "Shut the fuck up." He goes, he goes <laughs> "I was like, <laughs> I ain't <laughs> doing anything to get that job. I don't need a bad that bad." And he was like, "I got to tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get you a shift in prep." He goes, "Just one. I'm gonna get you one a week." And he goes, "That's all you need." And I was like, "Okay." And so I was working salad bar. I worked some dish, and I worked at work prep all at the same time, at different, well, obviously different shifts, but. I'd come in and I was working with uh Greg Mackey, wasn't it? Oh, Jesus. And he was something. I really have a hard time pulling names from back then. Greg Mackey. He was the big tall goofy motherfucker. And he was alright though. The um,
2: guy who takes his life. But anyways.
1: There was somebody <laughs> else too that worked at prep that was actually pretty good. I can't remember who they were. Wayne
2: uh, from Comics for Collectors.
1: Wayne. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we end up going, and I was working. Yeah, he was great because I sit around talking about short, fucking nurse. Short shit.
0: Italian dude with the curly black hair.
1: No, no, he's no. a red. He had a reddish hair, didn't he? Who the short. Fuck was
2: that guy? Yeah, right reddish hair. He, 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 he looked, looked
1: like a scruffy motherfucker.
2: Yeah. He looked like the guy from the fuckery memes with the coke bottle glasses and just a goofy grin.
1: Yeah. So, so I go over and I'm working prep, and I and at this time, so Scott's there, and then. So I, and, and then fucking, what was it that happened? Something happened. Like, oh, one, of the, one of the line cooks fucking, they, they fucking didn't show up or something, or they, right. they left or some shit. The
3: thing <laughs> well, that, the, the star
0: no. that broke your back about the salad bar thing was they converted the salad bar thing into also doing bussing tables.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, Look,
2: and so you, were like, you were like john.
1: fuck that bitch
0: i'm not doing any of her tables,
2: so see, I, see, it it her tables, tables. I told john the that other I end of the that you'd be promotable and that i would get you to the line with me and i wanted to move to broil which means i need a replacement and you were the only one who could be my replacement so if he didn't put you on the line i'd start making people quit by being a miserable ass so when the second person quit because i'm a miserable ass he's like hey there's an opening on the line <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense well who the fuck was it um who
1: who was it that I fucking wouldn't, wouldn't fucking bust her tables? Is it the Jessica? Tall blonde, the tall blonde bitch. Yeah, Jessica. Just, Jessica Clearwater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not, Uh-uh. That's a good story, too. Ziggy knows the one I'm talking about. But... Oh, God. <laughs> John Kessler said, Jesus Christ. Listen, you two either need to figure out how to work together or just fuck and get it out of your systems. <laughs> I love that, man. He was awesome. So he... He, uh, so yeah, I get, so oh, I no, get the prep. No, the I'm doing a
0: part I, about that was when he caught me over there in her section, which was totally opposite end of the restaurant for me. Yeah. Busting tables. What the fuck are you doing over there? I said, well, uh, <laughs> so here's the thing. Then <laughs> that's when he talked to you about it and you are like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Put me
1: that wasn't, that wasn't it though. That, yeah, I mean, that was part of it, but then he was just like, you know, what? That's, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get you into prep. And that's when he got me in. And then I was still in prep, and I was still doing some dish, and I was still doing salad bar like once a day or once a week or something like that. And then, fucking, all out of of the fucking sky comes this fucking pantry job, and I'm like, okay. It's like, told you you I get down the line. (laughs) That shit was like fucking what? God damn, I was six months in, I was fucking working until I got there. If I can get delaying me, so I got in, and I'm fucking, and that was that was pretty fucking sweet deal. But at this point, the reason why.
2: Oh, that was friggin' that was a fun spot in the restaurant.
1: I, I loved that job. That was a lot of fun. I was I was fucking knocking at it. I did everything on that line except grill. I loved mid too. That was a fucking great position too. But um but yeah, it was God damn it, you know, it was fucking the thing is is that at at this point though, I had moved on and they
2: needed somebody to dish. Isn't that when O'Connor came in? Uh, I'm not sure when O'Connor so. came in. I think O'Connor came in where I said if he didn't quit sitting on my couch doing nothing, selling weed for friggin' rent money, I was going to kill him. Here's a job.
1: Yeah. So I think he ended up. Well, I know this because I was the fucking goddamn bus. So mm-hmm. I'm the IROC bus. I was told people I'm going to paint the shit yellow because it was fucking. <laughs> I'd pack in all you motherfuckers and get get you up to work. Well, not Ziggy, of course, but um, I went in with whoever was going in the same time or ish. Around the same <laughs> time. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I, that's how I got onto the line. And that's how I ended up hanging out with, that's how I ended up talking to O'Connor. Well, like I'm working with O'Connor and working with Ziggy uh, and working with Scott all at the same time, pretty much. So, but the Ruby story is a long one. I'm not going to go all the way down that road. I just want to talk about how oh, we God, all got there together. Are,
0: there are so many. <laughs> all th- we, got, we, we
1: have the time as far as like the grand scheme. We can talk about all that in, in other episodes and stuff. So, but uh, I don't want to hold it up, but that was, yeah, that's some, you know, it was important stuff as far as like how we all got moved in there. Cause then Ziggy ended up going to grill and he fucking was the grill master.
2: Yep. I went to grill, took over grill, claimed grill, had that joke with Stephen King with you can be my setup man anytime.
1: Yep. <laughs> that was great. What'd you do? You started calling him goose and he was like, hey, you're goose. All your, no, you're Goose.
3: <laughs> 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 oh,
1: Steve King. But, uh, all right, yeah, so that's that was really the – that was the Ruby thing. I mean, that's – I guess we had to put a little pin in that one because that
3: – because
1: hey, it goes we're, on are going We're going
2: to we're gonna have to go back. We're going second chances. chances. Yeah. Like, like I said, there needs to be some more head nods to Kesterson's almighty lip because that motherfucker <laughs> was funny.
1: Oh, God, we used to talk so much shit to
3: each other. That dude – He was, was really funny. like an
2: older version of us, and I think that's why we all he got was. along so well because – his mouth ran, but he did his job. He was Johnny on the spot, but some of the shit, like, uh, for instance, here, here's a pull-in. Um, like he, fuck you. <laughs> well, yeah, I love one. that one. Later on, we get Brian Gross a job there. Jesus. And Brian was not as I'm a superhero mode, so he bought this fucking, what we've always called a blouse. It was like Robin's <laughs> shirt with the ties. And it, was, oh, god, it was his man. favorite shirt i swear to god he wore it like seven days it was, it
1: was a tunic it it was,
2: was a he tunic. hosting no it was a tunic no, i was a dishwasher well anyways he comes in with this damn thing on and he walks by and john gets this grin and waits for him to go all the way by to the office he was picking up his paycheck right and then over the speaker he goes so taking money where does he hide his bow <laughs> <laughs> I Fucking lost that brian they there, all mad because it was over the speaker it was,
1: because he, I mean, it was, it was legit a tunic. You would get it like a fucking, you know, at a red fair.
0: Yeah. It, it looked like he was trying to imitate Prince.
3: But, but he'd do other great <laughs> <laughs>
2: my, my personal favorite one that made Jim not talk to him for half a day. John goes, Jim, Jim, quick, I need your hat. Jim's like, for what? He goes, I need it. I got to go out in the dining room and pretend I'm somebody normal. Give me your hat. It was okay. So Jim hands him his hat. John goes out back and he fills this helium balloon. To the size of Jim's hat, walks back out casually with a helium balloon with a baseball cap on it, and goes, "Jim, your head is this big. See this <laughs> balloon? This is your head. Yeah. Like, where do you get a dome like that? <laughs> oh man,
1: yeah, no fucking <laughs> Kesterson. Yeah, that's some of our many story. Well, I, I got him stumped a couple times though. The time I called him short sack on the fucking oh line. my god, he didn't know what to fucking do with it. He was like." Did you say short sack? I was like, I did. <laughs> he goes, he just looked at me, he says nice. <laughs> and he didn't say anything the rest of the time. He was, he was
2: speechless. Sure. Yeah. And, and he, was, he is the one that literally started us all down the path of mother jokes. He did. Like I was influence. Mother jokes, that? because he'd work a man like there's this uh guy Chris Mikos. It was just this annoying server. It wasn't a bad guy overall, but he was always annoying. Like he's he that server where he's the only server, right? So where's my stuff? Where's my stuff? Where's my stuff? That guy.
0: Oh yeah, I kind of love those guys.
2: So, but yeah. he would try to do extra stuff. So he's like trying to run this food, and John's in the middle of like telling the line what they need because this is pre-monitor and ticket days, right? You just the guy oh, calling yeah. the food. So John's calling in like thirty things, and Chris is standing there going, "Where's the Sonora chicken pasta going?" John's like, hang on, a couple seconds later, where's the Sonora chicken pasta going? Where's the Sonora chicken oh, pasta the... going? <laughs> Finally, John <laughs> just stops ordering and he goes, your mother's house. And <laughs> just goes back and <laughs> call and orders it.
0: Your Mother's house. Yeah. But that what didn't stop right there because he kept on asking. And then John, like, through the microphone, did not intentionally through the microphone, said, <laughs> will like, you just the shut fuck the
1: fuck, fuck up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> hilarious. <laughs> That well, res- one of the that things resonated
0: uh, through the kitchen and probably into the dining room.
1: One of the things that was funny it was this uh, fucking we used to as working pantry. You had to have <laughs> fucking that's where you got all your your ramekins of like ranch and honey mustard and all shit. So all the servers had to come and ask for stuff. Well, Jen mm. Squires, who was the fucking head at blonde mane, that, was, that, that was Jim's
0: waifu at the time. Mm,
1: my god, <laughs> dumb as shit, but fucking fine as hell. Oh God. And, and she would come up and she'd be like, Hey, Jim, can I have a of ranch? We're like, sure. And I slide it over to her and, like, fucking, you can ask. have anything you want. And <laughs> along comes this fucking, this mauled bitch. I can't remember fucking what her name was. She's just looking, not, not looking good. Not a good looking chick. Dumpy as fuck and everything else. She came up. And she's like, Hey, Jim, guys, right? I was like, Yeah, hold on a I mean, I guess what's she going on? Oh, so Jen can just ask and just get it whenever. And I was like,
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that was Amy Smith.
1: Amy Smith. Yep. Mm-hmm. Her. And she goes, she goes, Oh, is that how it goes?
2: And I was like That's yeah. another Kesterson moment in time. What was that one? <laughs> oh it was the end of the night and she was just being her whiny crazy self and she had a uh, affliction for crying anyway, she'd get overwhelmed. And uh she was bugging him about something, bugging him about something, bugging him about something. He's like, Amy, go away. <laughs> That's exactly what I <laughs> She's like, but Johnny goes, well, Amy, don't go away, mad, and literally everybody. And we all said, just yeah. go away. Everybody in the kitchen in unison said, just go away. And she goes first into this fountain of tears. I hate you
3: guys.
2: Uh, <laughs> Jesus,
1: that was Making
3: that
0: random. Was... Servers cry things that make line cooks happy.
2: <laughs> that made everybody happy because the servers didn't like her either the server shouted it all the cooks shouted it John said it like every but the problem was it was unrehearsed and it was in unison just go away <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was good
2: and then we learned a very hard lesson back there that they would uh on weeknights they closed at 11 on weekends they, they didn't close till 1 but we learned that uh, they they cut alcohol an hour before close, or sorry, cut food an hour before alcohol. So they would serve till one a.m. But the kitchen stopped uh, selling food at twelve and started the yep. breakdown. And it kind of got everybody else at the out at the same time. So we used to crank up the radio, talk some shit, and we'd be breaking down the kitchen. And uh, Terry Sheridan, God love him, I still uh, <laughs> I got my I remember that guy that with him every now and again. Good guy, really was. Um. Me and him just get into a shit-talking war. You know, just one of those things. they are just all talking shit. We're, we're talking about screwing each other's mothers and girlfriends. And what we didn't realize is, because Terry was pretty witty, about halfway through this conversation, the bar shut their music down. Another Kesterson classic. Goes, Listen to these two, right? <laughs> <laughs> the whole bar is listening to me and Terry talk shit to each other, right? And we don't know this because back there, it's noisy. You got the hood. The friars were clinging shit around and we're yelling over radio talking shit. I so, wonder
0: both of you go out to get a drink out of the fountain and the bar was like laughing and clapping.
2: No, it gets better. The bar decided the winner because Terry's over there. I said something about banging his girlfriend. And he's like, uh, she said you, uh, she fell asleep and you fell in love. I was like, well, something like that. He goes, what do you mean something like that? I said, she fell apart and I fell in, Right. And you hear this eruption of laughter at the bar, and John kicks the kitchen doors open. He goes, "Winner! We have a winner!" And you get that big cowbell out there, and yeah. the bar's it. I yeah. was like, "Oh my god!" You guys can hear us. He's like, "Yeah, we turned our shit down just to hear you too."
1: That's awesome. Well, I think we'll park the we'll park the rugby war stories. We can go on and on. <laughs> I, I marked it as two two C on the agenda, so. Um, (laughs) it may end up being further down the road, but I just wanted to make sure it was on the list. So, um, so get into second chances. I think we, we, we covered, we covered North country, right? Yes. With everybody getting to know each other. Pretty much.
0: Pretty much. Yeah.
1: Okay. When did Fata Pete pop in? He was already at at Cracker Barrel.
0: Yeah. He was at Cracker Barrel before. He was already there. Okay. He he was already there. Oh, wow. he, He was one of the opening dishwashers. Nice. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have to get forest <laughs> too. I bet it's, it's, it's a good. I <laughs> oh shit. Anyways, uh, yeah. So second chances.
0: Yeah, I'm not the second chances. I don't get. I don't, I don't know that category. Like Ex- think going rich. back.
2: Yeah, the next place we went, like as a crew, which was uh, Olive Garden, and I didn't know if you guys had all gone from Cracker Barrel to another restaurant, kinda as a group.
4: Um, Scotty and I have been. <laughs> To, yeah, we well, we went to Fridays. We were at Fridays together.
2: Yep. Yeah, so there you go. That's what second chances are is when you take the people from the group and just move on to the next spot and create more chaos now that you have experience from your first spot.
3: Okay, thank you. <laughs>
2: Say,
4: Andy oh. made a killing one night down at uh Sandy Pond with me.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Holy fuck, did I ever. <laughs> He had that I,
4: at that job at the what the wigwam? But, yeah, had, I was at, when I was chef at the wigwam. I just needed some help for weekend. I I literally had a a four four man crew, and well, two of them needed the night off, or one of them needed the, the, the night or weekend off. So so the owner up,
0: authorizes him to get me. Well, I had a had for a night of work. I had I had a side project
4: and and other that. things, yeah. <laughs> Which is also one of my employees. So
0: the, <laughs> the, the side project looted me two hundred dollars in my pocket, and then working for one night up there, he just threw me hundred bucks. And what was it like? Five and a half hours, six hours? Something
4: like that. It was just a dinner shift. Dinner shift on a Friday or Saturday.
0: And I walk into this place not knowing a fucking thing about the menu, not knowing a fucking thing about the kitchen. <laughs> it was fun though. I had. Fun.
4: I put him on my grill and told him to cook and eat. I mean that's yeah. all you it's all you need to know cuz i mean it was we had it set up uh i guess you could say brigade style so he just gives me his shit and i put everything together on you know i was running you expo. slash expo scott handed me his and meat got it so yeah scott <laughs> handed me his meat and i said where is it he says it's in your hand i said where is it i said oh and uh
0: funny I had to slip that one in there huh he <laughs> said the same thing a lot <laughs>
1: Oh,
0: Jesus well. Christ.
3: <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> no worry.
1: <was> literally... <laughs> did she stop? But, uh, you know, yeah. The old joke. Uh, no, no, no. I want the dick now. You have your fingers enough. It's like, yeah. Like, Jesus fucking joke. that was
2: got to down <laughs> to a science. He just, you know, being as short as he is, he just does it multiple times because everybody knows bitches love endless shrimp. <laughs>
3: endless <laughs> shrimp.
1: Christ. Christ. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, so yeah, well, I, you know, we were, you know, while we reverse order on this one, because Ziggy and I were in, in, in Scott kind of going on about the, uh, the stuff in Elmira. But what, uh, why don't you tell us some about the North Country stuff? We moved over to, over to fucking, uh, Fridays.
2: Well, <laughs> so, oh, Fridays, because I know this chain better than anything.
4: Yeah, Fridays was, uh, well, actually, where, so yeah, well we got definitely the, the starter. Well, when did you go there play. by the way?
1: When? How did this work out? Did you guys go there at the same time? Or um,
4: get, yeah, we work? did. Um,
1: I had to yeah. I had to serve notice out at uh,
0: at Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. So yeah. Polly started there before I did.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: But my my sister's boyfriend at the time had been pestering me and pestering me to go over there. That oh the baby yeah, daddy?
4: that fucking idiot. No, no, no. the baby. Okay.
0: No, no. But uh, his name the was Justin. He Justin, dumb. Yeah. He, he was a big lummox. But anyway. He, yeah, he was. <laughs> the He'd been pestering me and pestering me to go over there. And he got some kind of like, he got like a $3,500 check from the military for uh, whatever he did or whatever the fuck happened. So he decided to quit. The day I start.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so I'm like, you motherfucker. At the time, he's living across the street from me. And I'm, I get done with the oh, shift. Oh, I can't
1: remember that douchebag. Yeah, okay. I'm
0: right. like, I get done with the shift. I'm like, you motherfucker! You bugged me for a month and a half to get a job here. I get a job there, and you fucking quit. Yeah. So yeah, I ended up working, starting at Plate Nacho.
4: Yep. See me? I was Ziggy, out of a Ziggy job. Ziggy
0: knows Plate Nacho is fucking pain in the balls, pain in the balls. Salads, desserts, fucking wraps, sand <laughs> cold sandwiches.
2: It's actually, it's a, it's an easy spot, except for endless. Oh, fuck endless. endless comes in with Pot stickers, baby. Flat. That's, nah, that was it. saute.
0: That was saute. It was, oh.
2: it was a melter clog, right? Between the friggin' potato skins and the flatbreads. And they come up with this dorky shit for endless only, right? So they like invent three new really stupid flatbreads. Oh, it's a nightmare. Other than that, pretty much The problem with the Fridays
1: that we, we work. worked at,
0: we worked at the Fridays, which was a, an experimental kitchen. It was a concept store for them. It was stupid because we had to share the melter
2: with broil. Yeah, with yep. broil. <laughs>
0: well, well, back in
4: the day, it all depended on who was working on broil because, I mean, those ribs oh, and the burgers
2: are in broiler. Huh?
4: Well, you're supposed to. You're supposed to put yeah, the ribs in the burgers. Yeah, you're supposed to melt all food.
2: the cheeses and all
0: that shit. Well, well,
4: well it wasn't the cheeses. You, you saw stuff and then food.
2: <laughs> what was that? You broke what? up. I said I, I said I I know you're supposed to use it for the cheeses and the like the ribs, the the ribs. to caramelize the ribs sell the food nobody yeah don't do yeah, that yeah nobody
0: ever nobody ever did the ribs I think we did it I like, did. a couple of times a couple of times for like the D.O. was there some shit I don't know but it on, was a one of basis, days, on a regular days. basis no
4: I used to on a regular basis unless we're like yeah fucking the <laughs> the uh, what was it um. Was it Veterans Day or whatever when everybody and well all the soldiers came in for pretty much like lunch Free and food. dinner?
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. That was when that was when Mick walked out. He's like, I can't uh, even fucking put anything on my grill. Yeah, I mean, he didn't uh, like walk out and leave, but uh, we had he like did, 30, though.
0: Five times no, he, he did.
4: <laughs> yeah, just walk out. But he there's nothing we could do. It was me and him on broil, and we had 37 racks of ribs on the fucking on the broiler. Like, what else are we gonna cook?
0: I kept suggesting to them like Okay, let's just warm them, warm them up, sauce them, stick them in the fucking
2: oven. If you can friggin' cook them in the fryer. You can cook them in the milk. <laughs> when we had like big... I don't, don't want to have rib deep ribs. Well, the $10 rib sale? I would take like friggin', you know how they wrap them into bags of five? Yeah. I would grab like four bags and I'd line the entire bottom of the salamander with them cocked at an angle so that they fit in. I just fucking pull them, put the grill marks on them, get them to sizzle, glaze them, and throw them out.
0: Probably had a bigger fucking salamander than we did, too.
2: No, Ours because is- our salamander wasn't shared, so I had to walk down 10 feet and trip over all the plate fry guys to do it.
0: Oh, they didn't have a dedicated broil one?
2: Our broil one would be was maybe 18 inches wide. It was yeah, tiny.
0: That's the same. That's the same size as the one that we had yeah. to share with him on fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's
4: bad. It that was horrible. <laughs> I uh, when we first started there, I didn't have a job. I was that was my long unemployment stint after my. Well, yeah, that was I me had...
0: kicking him in the ass and saying, go let's go get a job.
4: Come on." Yeah. Well, <laughs> at first you should tell we should preempt this with. Uh, first, we went to Tilted Kilks. So we figured might as well walk oh, around, fuck. work Jeez around some cities. Christ. That was pure, pure lettuce driven but uh so we. it was but then the bill. interview
0: was ridiculous much what, yeah, respect ridiculous <laughs> fucking amount of money stupid yeah stupid they didn't want mall. to pay
4: for shit and i had I, at this point i've been at work for like a year and a half so he wanted to start me i think what minimum wage i think back then was it was it so 515 or maybe it was no. up to seven no it was seven something like 715 or some stupid shit but wanted, wanted to start to it
0: was larger than that but like, i don't I know think he, so, he, he wanted, offered me 950
4: yeah and he offered me eight um and this is actually a guy I went to work with again Dean Devito, um, yeah he, he's actually he's he has he contracted Corona I don't know if you knew that Scott or not but uh, he had a I was uh, I think I was supposed to share his story and I never did he it. bake it Yeah yeah he's okay I don't know if I lost well, side I he's over it by now but no it was it was scary um I don't. Even know if he infected his, the rest of his family or they might not have got it, but yeah, it was it was scary at first. I mean, he was one of the first. It, I mean, this was back in, I think, early April.
0: When, I remember uh, you telling me about it now
4: when it came across. So yeah, he was a GM down at Tilted and Kilt. So we go in for an interview. They offer us some like low ball amount of money, and they're like, Yeah fuck that." And didn't, weren't you, we went to Ruby's, too? Didn't you or interview when they when they I, I, I up?
0: interviewed. I interviewed at Ruby's, but. Yeah, I didn't like what they fucking said either.
4: Yeah, I wasn't like, well, I because I I have facial hair, so like, oh, you gotta trim that down. So I went in for the the initial interview. He's like, oh, you're gonna have to trim that down. So I did. Then I went back. He's like, oh, you're gonna have to trim that down. I'm like, I fucking did. Like this is day. I'm like, if this is a problem, then we don't have to talk anymore. Cause I'm not, <laughs> I'm not shaving twice a day. Like that's well, That, that Ruby's a man. Was, all, was also Sorry, have a testicles. concept.
0: That Ruby's was also a concept store. They had an open, open open kitchen.
4: kitchen. Yeah.
2: Oh, but, Jesus. Uh, yeah, so the the, those are the two words of a job that you want to run away from right there. Those are the magic words for me to turn down any job offer. An open kitchen. Yes, yeah, well, so we opened to Friday. At the the time, this point, I, I had, I had so, much, functional so much fucking experience open done. kitchen.
0: I'm I don't know, we're trying to talk over each other. Did you go ahead? I didn't hear that.
2: I said it is impossible to have a high-functioning kitchen and an open kitchen. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, because you don't want people to see how how you're making everything go a little bit faster. (laughs) It's
2: it's not that. If you don't let your cooks decompress, you won't have a kitchen. They cannot be open air. That's not what they signed up for.
1: No, it's not. That's one of the things Why I was like, I want to be back at the house. And they're like, oh. uh, Watch watch the movie waiting. This is what what,
0: Ruby Tuesdays in Elmira was all about waiting.
1: Yep. But I have to say that, you know, if uh, I mean, so that, that was your guys. What 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 time period was it you guys were at? Um,
4: this would Fridays. be 2000, 2007 ish, oh, 2008, something like that.
1: How long were you there for? Sounds about right. Uh, well, was, probably exited a little bit early.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a great exit. It
4: was um, funny. I like it. It's it like a couple of years, I think, I want to say. Did you exit?
3: Yeah.
1: That sounds like a noteworthy story.
4: <laughs> um, yeah. all right well we'll, we'll say well fridays is uh where we i got introduced to matt um i'll, I'll say that that's probably the, like the biggest thing from there that's it your fishing like, buddy
0: yeah, yeah, yeah fishing Matt's buddy. the all-around outdoorsy guy
4: yep, yep. yep. and uh we we kind of we click right off the bags. So we're both assholes like he he's an asshole and well, matt Paul are I'm the same
0: I'm, fucking guy yeah um, except matt's a towhead. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but um yeah, so here my, here's my exit uh story from Fridays. Uh we had this day, uh we were getting what? We were getting tested on some bullshit blah blah blah. And there was already shit happening like they they made a they made a back of the house or they're looking for a back of the house like manager or shift leader or
0: whatever. Kitchen supervisor, yeah. Yeah.
4: And they pretty much they handed it to to one dude for the most part instead of having any type of open application because I'm pretty sure they, uh, him and one of the other managers were uh, fucking or something. Um, yeah. this is speculation, but I think it's true. So I was already a little pissed. And, uh, so they come around, they ask me a fucking question. It was like the internal cook temp of salmon. It's 155. I think I said 150 or 165. Yeah. And, uh,
0: it's a common error. It's fucking fish and chicken.
4: Yeah. So I, I get shit from this dude that, has, he doesn't have my respect. He, he does saute, and he knows fry. He doesn't know broil. He doesn't, I mean, he could learn it. I mean, McKenzie was smart, but, I mean, he didn't know.
0: I, all knew, they, I, knew, for a, I knew instantly you were talking about McKenzie. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> who
4: they made. And, that, and he, he came up and gave me shit for it, and I just wanted to punch him in the fucking mouth. I was like, fuck you. Yeah, he Get approached that
0: job in the wrong way
4: so uh yeah walking around with his clipboard especially oh man that i think it might have been the same day it's like who was that younger manager i think he finally got fired for like fucking a hostess or something um i can't even remember he wasn't there for very long he was like taller kind of younger uh alan and anderson alan yeah yeah he wanted me to tell him you hey, go get something so i was asking for him Mackenzie come up with his clipboard like well what you got to say i'm uh, nothing i'm i'm Alan, like he, he I, I need Alan in the window. He wanted me to give him some. It was like, well, I could give It's like, I don't need you to be my fucking middleman. I wanted to talk to fucking Alan, not you. And he's just, he was, you know, just power tripping. I'm in this yeah. position, who, which hasn't been set in stone yet. So don't, don't do that to me, especially when I'm
2: older and I'm a better fucking cook than you. Just, really matter. Are, are you a real manager? Are you still hourly? Fuck off. <laughs> like, pretty <laughs> so much.
0: The problem with that situation right there is that McKenzie got standoffish because Paul gave him some shit. And then all well, went,
4: brah!
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah, I, you don't get out of my face. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this but so he comes up and gives me shit. So I you know, tell him, fuck off. And this is, I think, what, a 10-hour day, 11-hour day, something. So It was a till long the, one. Wait to the very end of my shift. And he bring me in the office to write me up because I got this question wrong. And I go, excuse the fuck out of me? He's so like, well, we said, you know, anybody gets, you know, questions wrong, we're gonna get write-ups or whatever. I go, you couldn't come to me at any point during my shit Well, we were busy. I go, I didn't, we didn't have time. I go, but you had fucking time enough to fucking tell McKenzie so he could come up and give me shit. But you don't, ha- you can't man to man come up and talk to me first. You're just gonna hand this to me. This is Brian, who was a game manager, mm. and I'll probably say someone them might need an edit, but it's
2: historical fact. Okay. It I've lived this so. experience more than once. So, uh,
4: so we're in the office and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm at the end of my shift. I'm dead. I'm, I'm drinking at this point still. So I mean, I'm ready to go to fucking Kegler's and be done with this whole shit. Or was Kegler's still open or maybe that was Horizon?
0: I, at, at that time it was still open.
4: Okay. So I was probably going to Kegler's. I was going to get drunk either way. Um,
1: Kegler's shut down anyways. Does anybody remember? It
4: did. I actually, I wasn't going was, to. I don't when. recall
1: exactly.
0: I don't no, know. I don't recall exactly when. Was it the yeah. late 2000s?
1: Um
4: it would have to be mid, i want to say it was mid, mid to late yeah. yeah
0: i think it was in direct result of paul and i and everybody else moving from the above floors out out and about and not going to the bars so much
3: <laughs> could be
0: we pretty much kept that
4: fucking if we place put a loved. lot of money in that place yeah but uh so anyway so i'm in the office with brian he's telling me whatever and all this bullshit and i i refuse to sign it I'm, like, I'm not fucking signing this fuck you and then he said something else, and uh, I, 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 I means more words got changed. And finally, the, the part that Scott heard. Where was Mike Moranis? <laughs> uh, he wasn't there that day. Uh, okay. I had to. Yeah, I, I remember we went back to your that, house. That was and,
0: that was your exit interview. I'm sorry.
4: Yeah, this was yeah, this was my exit. So, uh, yeah, the exit interview, but the, yeah, the actual incident. So, uh, what did I call? I now I can't. No, I can't remember exactly what I said. I'm sure you can, but I, pretty much, I I walked out of the office manager, told him to go fuck himself, call him a fucking faggot cocksucker, which was true because he was, <laughs> and fucking slammed the door. Fuck this! I was like, fuck this place, fuck all you blah blah blah. I clock out, I leave, I go to Scott's house, smoke pot. Um, I did try to call later and apologize, like, sorry, you got flared. Where's I go? You gotta, you gotta come in. Just don't worry. I go. So what? I my my shifts are. I don't have any shifts more this weekend. This happened on maybe a Friday. And I remember having to go back in on Monday. Um, so yeah, I, I whatever. I went back in. I see Mackenzie. He's he's taking my Monday morning shift because I was supposed to work that morning, and yep. he doesn't even know broil. He can't cook broil. He's tried. He fails. Mm-hmm. Um, and I go sit out in the in the dining room. And I got. Uh,
0: I purposely went out <laughs> to get a drink at this point. <laughs> I got.
4: I got our GM Rick Moranis. Uh, his I, name is Jamie, I, I, but. I was gonna like say Moranis. I
0: don't even remember that guy's real name because we just kept on calling him Rick Moranis.
4: <laughs> yeah. So I got our GM Mick, Rick Moranis and I have Doctor Evil, uh, fucking uh, Ryan Dor, and uh, they're sitting there and and Jamie's going through and he kind he, he preambles this whole thing with like, well, you know, some things that are happening and it's like so your attitude at times blah 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 and I just looked at him because I didn't want to hear him speak any longer and they go uh, and so like, am I fired? He's like, oh, uh, yeah, we're going to have to let you go. And then he kept going on. And I look, I stopped oh, him again. He
0: says, Do, I gotta sign I go, something?
4: Do I have to sign anything? And uh, he's like, no. I go, see you later. And I got, like, Jamie's just kind of sitting there with, like, I think he still wanted to talk. Because he wanted to make him dumbfounded Because
0: he probably had something planned in his brain to say.
4: <laughs> yeah. Ryan's got his hand up over his mouth because he's about to fucking die over laughing. See, Ryan Ryan he,
0: was a cool fucking dude. <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, I think Ryan wanted to be. I mean, he probably had to be a part of the meeting because they probably wanted two people there. But I think he really knew what was about <laughs> to happen.
2: Was that Zig? you have to have a witness. You, you need, uh-huh. to yeah.
4: Regardless, but yeah, I, I know. Like Ryan knew what was going to happen. It's like he, he's he's Paul's not going to let him talk to him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was hilarious. But I'm yeah, was... I'm out there making a cup of coffee as absolutely slowly as anybody humanly possible. <laughs> coffee, just so I can hear it all. <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: awesome.
4: Yeah, that ended my Fridays.
0: I think just before, just after he walked away from the table, he's like, "Hey
1: Paul, I'll see you later."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, so I mean, so Scott, you left Fridays. I remember you were. This was when I was actually on the I podcast. Did. I did.
0: I walked out of Fridays.
1: Yeah, what and I, what I all walked, went down there?
0: I walked out of Well, this was fucking stupid.
1: I they remember had, it being stupid.
0: They, they had the schedule made so certain people in the kitchen would have double duty and have to do dish too. And wow. we're, getting, we're getting slammed. I'm on fry. I'm in the middle of the line. That
1: squeezing a nickel will get two dimes at that point.
0: I'm saying. I got everybody on everybody on the line is You know how much money that made? What's that? None. Hardly not anything over the, it, but, it, it was, about the long haul.
2: I was going to say, at a certain point, like, we didn't even have dishwashers anymore. They were just gone.
0: Yeah, same thing. But, uh, but this particular day, we were fucking slammed. Everybody on the line is on and that they don't have any dishes. Yet nobody wants to go and get them or do
1: something. Yeah, show. when you're all sitting around looking at each other like, oh, you're going to get that? <laughs> no, no, because
0: on the schedule of that day my name was Pry slash Dish. So everybody's like, Scott's got to go do Scott's got to, I, I got a full screen, bro. I, yeah. I mean, I'm only one fucking person.
2: Do you want me to just end well, this? <laughs> you guys I, just suffer from it. shitty management. Like, oh yeah, definitely. Knowing that chain and actually how to run one of those stores like the hand of God you just had shit management.
0: Oh, yes. it was. That's why they reset that store three fucking times. Three times they reset the store's management. Wow. Three times.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm talking about all of them. They fired them all. and like, brought in all new ones.
2: Three I, times. You know, <laughs> when, when I worked at Ruby's, we had this guy named uh, Kevin. He came over from... Uh, where the hell? I don't even remember.
0: I didn't even get to get to the good part.
2: But wait, no, so he's going through and you know he he's a he's a manager that comes from a restaurant. There are two types of management fucking barn grill where you hustle and four star uh-huh. where you shake hands and kiss babies. He came from a shake hand and kiss baby restaurant, got in there and when he figured out that he had to work, he was miserable. So I looked at him, I'm like, do you know there are other restaurants that actually allow you to be a manager that shakes hands and kisses baby like red lobster? Olive Garden fucking Pierce's is fucking hiring. I'm like, why don't you quit? It's like, Mm. what? I'm like, I'm serious. You fucking hate it. You're not going to be good at it, which means you're not doing me any favors, and you can make more money at an upscale restaurant. So he's like, "Uh, I don't even know what to say. I was like, I'll tell you what, we're having a keg party tonight. Come down. So he comes down, he gets fucking hammered at my house. Right? Or
0: was that when I was absent?
2: I don't know. This is right in the pocket somewhere down there because it was Ruby's so you might have still been there. So anyways, he gets hammered, he goes to work Monday, he quits and gets a job at Pierce's for <laughs> twice the money. <laughs> Wait, what was this guy's name? Wait. Her name was Kevin. It was uh Peggy's ex-husband, the one she divorced before she got with Chuck. Hmm. This story
3: sounds so familiar, but I can't I don't play. even
0: I don't even know who play Peggy it. is. I can't I can't, play. You, I can't play.
2: Play. you remember I can't Wombat's play. Chuck? Not really. Uh, short biker guy, the nuclear engineer that was always like a bouncer at Chuck Clark's on the side and thought he was huge, but he was really just pettable. Not
1: mm-hmm. at all, but I feel that my life is enhanced by not knowing this.
2: <laughs> you don't you know, he, was a, he was a decent enough guy. He just thought he was tougher than he was one of them. But, uh, he was
1: uh, one of those people that were peripheral at our house
0: party. Anyways,
2: his wife was this guy, Kevin's ex-wife. so. I, I don't sure.
1: remember a Kevin. I do remember a Kevin being at fucking Ruby's though. But
2: Yeah, it's while I was training him on Broil, I'm like, you are not going to make it. Mm-hmm. So the point where I'm going with is Friday's managers have to be able to do everything better than everybody else. I'm a natural at it because I'm an egomaniacal can. ass and I move. I, I refuse not to be better than everybody else is really why that is.
1: Well, but, that's, that's topical to Scott's story, too. So that's how he got there. Right.
2: Dishes? Let me tell you something. The number one dishwasher in our Fridays is the manager. Mm-hmm. And we we laugh about it. We're like, hey, look, I'm the highest paid dishwasher in the state right now. And we just knock it out and get it done. So whatever the fuck their issue was with that Mickey Mouse bullshit, they're doing it wrong. Uh-huh. Right.
0: So that particular day, I, I mean, like I said, we were slammed. I had a full screen. I couldn't walk away from fry. And nobody you're, was you're, you're fucking, a fry dish, yeah. No, nobody was gonna fucking jump in and do it. But <coughs> I, went to, I, I mean, I could certainly walk over there for a half hour, forty minutes, and catch everything up, but I can't leave fry. So what the fuck was I supposed to do? And I got this guy, Brian, the same Brian that Paul was talking about. gay guy, <laughs> and he's like, "Why are you so angry?" I said, like, "You guys are out there fucking eating. You're having lunch and have a little meeting. You have no idea all the shit that's going on back here. All these guys are screaming for dishes. You can't hear that? Because I certainly can. The dish the dish pit's over there, backed up all the way up to the racks and then some. I got a full screen. I can't walk away. What the fuck? What are we supposed to do? Well, Why are you so angry? Um. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I want you to either get me dishes or... Take my spot so I can get dishes. Well, I'm not going to do that.
3: Oh. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. You're not, a- I huh? Think, I think I had, uh, I had tortilla shells in the, in the fryer at the time. So I pull them up, I dump them out, and I whip the fucking the, the form onto the uh, fucking fr- the, the thermalizer. Like, you don't got to be throwing stuff. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm a little agitated at the moment. He's, and I had seen this guy send people home because they they were angry and disagreeable. And I'm like, and don't tell me to go home because I'll tell you what, you tell me to go home and walk down the street to the next fucking restaurant and that'll be it. Why don't you do that then? Oh, okay. I take my gloves off, throw them in his chest, walk out the fucking door.
1: I mean, that's beautiful.
4: <laughs> it is. It's simplistic. It's Scott's that's simplistic. Great. I would have been a little bit more of a showman about it.
2: but
1: But I also know that Scott probably sat in that fucking cock position for probably longer than he should have been that's for sure
2: yeah I, I remember back then i used to call scott well, i was, I was, I making, 12, I was making 12 bucks an hour go dude get the fuck out of there <laughs> your store is wrong do you remember this like i literally used. oh to yeah yeah, yeah
1: yeah. you told me and i you said tell scott that i did and then you, got, I told I
2: you was, guys told me stories of this store and i'm like it's not no you can't do that you can he's, uh, like, he's
0: like that's not normal that's fucking stupid I'm like, yeah, everybody I talk to that works in a restaurant says the same fucking
2: thing. I get the epitome of you're doing it, Ron. Do you no, again, remember what Brian's boyfriend's yeah, name was? Who wanted to enjoy Perrier and friggin' kiss babies and shake hands instead of friggin' pitch in and get anything done.
3: What were you going to say, yeah.
4: Paul? Uh, do you remember what Brian's boyfriend's name was? That time? At- Shit. I can't remember his name and I kinda oh, yeah. want to. Just I threw him the story. tip of my
0: fucking tongue. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Um No, you bastard. God, <laughs> wow. I mean, we are oh, on the man. kitchen show. This, we'll this, walk right into this, it. This guy, well, he was he was like a such a pretty guy, you knew he was gay, but there's somebody looking at him.
4: Well yeah, he, what the was, fuck he was he was named. He was like he was a, a, a teenage two. Name. Yeah, he was like a six foot two Puerto Rican guy. And Brian is like a five foot nine skinny white <laughs> fucking Guy. Dude,
1: yeah. His name was so, Tyler Tyler Bottoms.
0: So, it's a, it is a T name, I think. About, I think As I think about it, I can't think the fucking name, though.
4: Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. Brian and I, I mean, we used to be cool. I mean, before he got GM and thought he got, like, fucking God's cock fucking knighted him, <laughs> like manager of fucking forever. He was actually a pretty good dude. He was reasonable. You could talk to him. He was a man of the people. So, to a point where one day he comes in with a little bit of Bell's palsy in his face. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, his shit. boyfriend is a six-foot-two Puerto Rican guy. Brian, tell whatever his name is to like, calm the fuck down, bud. <laughs> he must have hit a nerve up in there. <laughs> like, how deep was he? But th- this was that day. And, I mean, you can't. I mean, it pretty much if you're gay, don't, don't do anything to get Bell's Palsy because it just
0: the opens so was, many doors. The thing was, Brian opened the door because he told gay jokes all the time. Yeah, he did. This is true. So it was like, okay, you're fucking, It's on, bitch. Got yep. ya.
4: <laughs> I bet you, I got more than you do. <laughs> shit. I
0: remember the day he walked up on like, "How's everybody doing?"
3: <laughs>
0: says, I feel like you walking down with a holding a hot dog in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I saw what you did there. Fuck you. <laughs>
2: oh shit. It's good to have like like um cultural staffs you can mess with because yeah. you might have you might have to edit this out but my favorite don't don't do don't don't I know the story I don't do it don't it's not that I bad
1: I don't want to edit it out I already had to edit out Scott last
3: week. There's no like, hard R on I story. didn't do an R at
1: the end. Yeah that Does doesn't work. Not- no it so doesn't let me not paint
2: work. the picture so that it's in perspective. Just say like ends. That'll work. So so my kitchen at one time, was predominantly people of the black culture, and they loved me, and we all got along, and we never had a problem. There was not one issue ever. However, visiting managers don't know this.
0: <laughs> they walk in, I can just see their faces. Yeah, my
2: name is Ziggy, kitchen. right? Yeah. So if you don't know me, and you have a black kitchen, and a Ziggy is coming in, you're expecting the next brother down the line. Yeah, yep. so I walk like Mar- in like Marley. So I walk in, I walk right by this visiting manager, and I come back. I go, I'm not gonna blend. He goes, what? I was like, yeah, I I came from another store to help out. I I I don't think I'm gonna get along here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm from another store too, man. Where are you from? So I just like whip off the only other store I could think of. I'm like, I'm from the Williamsport store under the Holiday Inn. <laughs> 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 I know it's out of the territory. I was like, I was visiting family and they asked me for a favor. <laughs> he's like, he goes, All right. He goes, Well, go back, get yourself acclimated, and I'll come back and introduce you. I take two steps into the kitchen. I go, What's up, niggas? This Here's guy, turns ah, yes. white as a ghost, runs in the office, locks the door. Like I think he's called 911 and HR on both his cell and the other phone. When the rumble of laughter comes out and everybody's like, Silly! so the whole night goes by, and I come back out, he goes, I hate you. I lost you ten- were messing with me. I Where are lost- you? I, I think I had a heart attack. I didn't know what to do. Why would you do that to me? I was like, this is damn funny. <laughs> wasn't it? Damn. He said
1: the sheriff uh, is, lost- is
3: near. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that that was the best moment, man. That poor guy. I have never seen anybody shit themselves. Well, I up might leave it life. in
1: just because I'm thinking about the whole. I'm going to leave Paul's thing in, so we're just mm. going to have to slap a big fucking warning on the fucking
2: shit when we publish yeah,
4: it. I mean, saying, it, yeah, it, we're not saying it. Well, I, I mean, I I, I, I said it in a I
2: hateful way. A joke, and I set the guy up for the fall. Yeah, but Christ,
1: and they did. I mean, they just fucking got rid of Aunt yeah. Jemima.
2: Another and ben. Uncle ben.
1: They they just they, they disarmed fucking uh, the fucking Looney Tunes. I mean, yep. I you know this is what we're dealing with right now. So
3: well, I've said it before, and I'll
0: say it again: the whole good... world has lost its fucking mind. Yep. That being That's said,
1: let's move on. On. Mm-hmm. let's move on. Let's move on to the OG. Crazy. We are talked are we? about the North Country par- counterpart. We started it because I flipped it because we had been talking a lot about the um, Ruby's days. That's,
2: that's good. I, I want both sides of the story. You, <laughs> at the end of this, everybody will see that restaurants are the same as a movie waiting, regardless of where you are.
0: It really is kind of. It is yep. kind of funny, but yeah, it's true. Up to oh, sometime, yep. up up to and sometimes including the whole penis showing game. Yeah, I was gonna say,
4: speak for yourself <laughs> on that one. I've uh, we did. I've, people right, see so my back so wing
0: food in a restaurant.
1: <laughs> I've never uh, never seen the Batwing before. Hand really, up, sure. <laughs> <laughs>
4: what was that, Zig? Who, what, now?
1: Who's been naked in a restaurant?
4: Hand up. Naked. <laughs> uh, nope. I want to say naked, but I haven't been fully clothed.
1: Oh, what we'll to talk about that? Anyways, <laughs> let's talk about the whole uh, the, the Olive Garden. This was our escape. This is what was when we got the fuck out of Ruby's. This. I well, mean, Ziggy, I got, and, our, I out Ziggy out of and I got Rubies in a different manner. <laughs> um, you know, why don't you talk about how you got a Rubies? Because I don't remember.
2: Hey, nobody got out of Rubies you like don't?
1: that. Ziggy you don't and I got that? out. Ziggy and I got out Rubies be, and, and the state police are involved. So if you could top that one, then please have at. But. <laughs> well, no, I didn't have police involved.
0: No, it was, there was one night where I was working at Royal and I was supposed to be training, uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? Not Lamont, but his buddy. Jermaine, Jermaine, or yeah.
2: Marvin, Marvin and
0: was I, 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 or Marvin? Yeah. No, no, it was Jermaine.
2: Oh, Jermaine was an Olive Garden by then. That's impossible.
0: No, but, but, before I left, the night that Miss Steifer fucking threw, like, lost his shit with me.
3: <laughs>
0: you know what I mean? But oh, uh, sorry, I, 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 I was train I was training one of those guys, and he had given me specific instructions beforehand to. Let him go until he falls down.
1: Okay. So, on that note, the whole now, thing... We're, I need I'm, you guys yeah. to hold on. Pause for a second. What? I need you you pot smokers. What? You guys on here to just... I need you all to admit that certain people and their chemistry after large amounts and long-term ter- usage they turn kind of fucking kind of retarded. Is that... Disagree? I
4: don't know, I don't know if it's exactly a positive. They're just it's, naturally retarded and it just, uh, you know...
1: Accelerates the process?
4: It could. Okay. The, use or can- just, the
0: use of cannabis doesn't diminish your your ability to work in a kitchen.
1: It does not. Unless you're smoking
0: like crazy. Give a fuck. <laughs> it,
1: yeah. it certainly does that. Because the Kurt that I used to work with originally, was kinda, he was alright. He was okay. showed up at the parties, had a good time. everything. The Kurt that came back like, the second time, it's a totally different dude. So but yeah he used to have those really weird temper tantrum things anyways tell your story yeah we got we got
0: in we were in the middle of a, a big tip and he was keeping up pretty good I mean he had everything figured out as far as the temperatures of everything on the grill. the grill was full and I'm instructed not to get in there until he falls down and he hadn't fallen down however because I'm watching him so closely I'm not paying attention to all the things that I should be doing as far as being his setup man
1: uh, yeah, so, so that's what well, they call that. I've, they call that they call that minute Ruby's.
0: Yeah, I fucked up a little bit on a, there was a pasta dish, but there was like six six different things of, of meat that were still on the grill. And he's calling for this pasta. And I turn around. And I said, oh, shit. OK, so I grab the pasta. I throw it in the shock. He's like, I haven't even got it in the shock. Rah, 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 rah. And I was like, wow, dude. Oh, yeah,
3: so he like, would do that. I get,
0: I get the plate up. And he's like, I need to talk to you right now. He pulls me into the office and he's like, why are you being an asshole? I'm like, Kurt, the only one in the fucking window being an asshole right now is you. I said, well, you're going to go home. Oh, I'm sorry. Friday night in the middle of a dinner hit. You're going to hurt my feelings by telling me to go home. Bye. And he was mad because I didn't give him shit. So he started yelling some more. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Just shut the fuck up. You're being a dick. By this time, I'm not in the office anymore. I'm outside the office, so other people are hearing me. Said, you're being a dick. You're stressed out, and you're taking it out on me, and I'm not going to deal with it. Bye! You told me to go home, I'm going home. I went up to the bar, ordered beer. Oh, I think I called one of you two for a ride. I'm not sure which.
2: Well, me, I was like, hell yeah, I'll come get you. <laughs> but, uh, he comes That's out, and was he's was like, saying. he Kurt was he trying to have fucking... all my friends faster than I could recruit them to Olive Garden.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, he comes out of the, he comes out of the kitchen. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing right there?" I'm waiting for my ride. When I told you to go home, I meant you get out of my restaurant. I was like, "I'm not on your clock right now. I'm paying. I'm a paying customer. I purchased this beer, and I'm going to wait for my ride." No, you're not. Grabs a beer, dumps it. So I was like, you know what? Fuck you. And I walked outside. And I sat on a bench and I smoked cigarette until Ziggy walked out.
3: <laughs> it's so odd but to walk in there. Again.
0: But then we went to Watertown. And I I think I packed like, I don't know, four changes of five, four or five changes of clothes. Mm. And the fair was in town. And it was like, you know what, Dick? I'm not going back. I'm, I'm going. No I'm going. Already. <laughs> I already did this once or twice. So, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going. <laughs> I took off with the fair. I did ri- I did rides for a month, then I tried games for a week, and I decided I didn't like ta- stealing people's money. And then I went to the grab truck, and that was my bread and butter. I loved it. What truck? Uh, it's called a grab joint. It's where you can get a, a hodgepodge. You get sausage, peppers, onions. Uh, oh beans, right, right, right. So dogs, you want hamburgers. you want burgers?
1: Yeah. Oh, you kind know, of. That's, pre- yeah. that's, yeah. that's where I stayed. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, kind of like a food truck.
2: Got it, kind of. <laughs> that explains why you're the only carny that didn't come home skinny. What's that, bud? That explains why you're the only carny that didn't come home skinny. That's hey, true. I could you trade
0: know, my I could trade my food with other food joints. Never, never <laughs> trust a skinny cook, right? That's 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 I, the old hey, game. Bob uh, always said, never trust a skinny
2: cook. Yeah. So, somewhere uh, well, on this pod, we'll, we will have to do the. Uh, <laughs> the fall of Kurt Mctaffer.
3: We
1: shall do that. For sure. <laughs> I,
0: I wasn't there for that, but God bless you. We'll have to. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll have to give sh- a have to
1: give a ration of a shit to uh, Scott about his lack of food truck too.
0: Mm. On the air. Why is that? Yeah.
1: Why does that? Why does that have to happen? It happens all the
0: time.
3: Why? Why? All right.
1: Saying. Moving on. Where are we? Yeah. We're at the OG. So. That got you out of Ruby Tuesdays. I think I feel that, that's a good segue. It so, closes the chapter. A
2: perfect segue too, because when Scott left my house, I had to replace him. Enter Gary Van,
1: Gary. Van Brocklin. <laughs> yep. Because Gary had nothing going on in Watertown at the time. Whole lot of nothing. Um before we get into that though, uh so we should we really should tell the tale before we get into the OG of how we how we exited Ruby Tuesday <laughs> uh, That's all you okay, so uh, wait a minute, what,
0: what, I thought you were involved bomb thread-ish something yeah. <laughs> you, you were.
1: So this is how the story goes. At the time Ziggy and I were actually we were, we were working on our our associate's degrees in Colonel justice. We we're going to be cops and feds and everything else at the time' so, uh, it's a different time. and was we the uh, of the time. You know what, though? Now that I look at what's going on right now, and the fact that Atlanta (laughs) PD, that half of Atlanta PD called in sick with the blue flu.
4: Yeah, I saw that.
1: Yeah. You know what, though? I'm actually okay. I went into the uh, information security industry. I'm very okay with that. Um, But it's more the fact that uh, at the time, Ziggy and I, I got to tell you what, I'm not saying everybody should go out and get a criminal justice degree, but... it helps you navigate life and understand Helps copy. to be informed, right? <laughs> it really does, <laughs> and we ended up having this guy, Professor McCarthy, who was the world's leading bomb expert. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, when the World Trade Center got bombed the first time, he got picked up from a helicopter, a golf road. That shit was that was wild. Remember that shit, Ziggy 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 must stepway. So oh, what's that? Uh, McCarthy getting picked up by a helicopter.
2: Huh? I missed the, a little bit. The,
1: the World Trade Center bombing.
3: Oh, the yeah, first yeah. one. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. So he was originally from New York City. The guy was fucking <laughs> none of in a shithouse rat, but he was Look, a fucking he was expert.
2: The, he was the original super cop. If any of you guys watched the Serpico movie, one of the lead characters was <clears> fixed <throat> on him. Mm-hmm.
0: The original yep. Serpico movie?
2: Yeah, that was yeah, his yeah. boss.
0: Fuck, who was that? God. But yeah, that um, was him. Boston, that was they, they
2: changed the names in the movie, but that was McCarthy. Yeah.
0: No, I'm, I was trying to think of the, the the original Superco. Was it Bronson? What original uh,
4: Superco? Maybe. It was Al Pacino.
0: Yeah, Al yeah, Pacino. They did another Superco.
1: Well, here's the thing. Anyway, um, so so we had professors. We had some really great professors. Um we had Pariso, who was he was good. Uh he had really funny stories and he had good jokes, actually. The whole Koresh stopped smoking this morning. Oh, god, that that's yes. still fucking one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Jesus. Um <laughs> But oh no, he rolls in like after the whole Waco thing he says, Hey, good news, David Koresh quit smoking. I'm like, Oh my god.
0: <laughs> that's, hey, uh, horrible. Yeah. <laughs>
3: that's horrible. That's horrible. And, he was, how,
0: can, how can you come into a room of Impressional youth and say
1: that? Mm. And then uh, let's see, there was Dick Wandell, who was amazing. I love that guy. Um, he said, "Dick." What
2: fucking Mathers?
1: Yeah. Mathers was fucking hilarious too. He was because good. We dick had a lot Mathers.
2: of Mathers was balding, and the other friggin' asshole teachers nicknamed him "Red right on the Head," like the "Dick on the Dog" Mathers, and it stuck.
1: <laughs> yep. Oh my yep. God. And then there was Kane, the guy that was, like, fucking some, like, reserve
2: marine or some shit. Oh, that fucking Go, motherfucker. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It was so shit. so comical to watch. Well,
1: we had all these different instructors, but there was no one. They, they like, basically had all these, like, you know, like, low-level wizards, right? And all of a sudden they bring in this fucking archmage, right, from New York City to
2: fucking teach That's there. It, it walks Gandalf the Great.
1: Yeah, and they bring him in and it's like, holy shit, he did everything. He did sociology, he did a whole bunch of different, uh, all kinds of stuff that he taught. And, but he was mainly a bomb expert, right? But he was a bomb, he was le- the world's leading, the world, not like the United States, <laughs> the world's leading bomb expert. Um, So he was called in to consult on shit like that. It was like some living in some fucking, it was like, you know, it reminds me of like fucking Hannibal, right? We're fucking bringing in random fucking experts and shit. But mm-hmm. um so this guy <coughs> um McCarthy was fucking just he would sit around. The problem was he he would sit around talking to us like we were actually like, in our 30s.
2: Yeah. But well, he had like like what? we're like our SWAT teams. He had like five books and he's the guy who uh did the entire uh portfolio for Oklahoma City bombing too. That was him.
1: Yes. And he talked like, um, God, who was the one? Exit stage left. Who was that? Muster the fucking cat. Yes. Snagglepuss. And he talk- Sna- yeah, Snagglepuss. He talked exactly like him. Same accent stage and everything. Stage
3: left. Even. Yep. Snagglepuss. Yep. <laughs>
1: Snagglepuss. Yeah. I want to see Snagglepuss, but part of me was like, oh my God, am I going to reference a Carvel ice cream thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was Cookiepuss. So, um, <laughs> so, anyways, he's uh, so he's the he's just so he sats around telling stories about, hey, you know what, um, if you had this much C four or whatever, I could blow up this building, and he could basically sat around telling us what the what the recipe was for you know like laying out blowing up entire blocks,
2: sort of like, like per- holy shit,
3: fertilizer
0: and all that other shit, and
2: yeah, that guy could have MacGyvered a bomb out of friggin' a pencil and paper, I swear to shit
0: gotta <laughs> have in the Pretty much I'll tell you
2: what. So
1: he ends up saying so he so he just would give us all this information and we'd already been taking classes on it and everything else. So then we go to um so we're sitting there um at uh Ruby Tuesdays and we're talking about uh <laughs> we're just we're just hanging out in the line at the time everybody thought I was a hacker. The only reason they thought I was a hacker because I knew how to operate a modem which was like mm. weird a computer
2: that that was your sin what was that you were the only person who owned a computer
1: owned and know how to use one yeah and i knew how to use the internet the internet was brand new then you're talking about yeah, 93 was, 94 yeah,
2: this,
0: yeah. Is, this is this is a brand new world right then
1: yeah you didn't have broadband you used dial-up that's pretty much how you <laughs> got to anything but yeah, i had been in every,
0: every, well all, most of us remember that fucking tone
1: <laughs> yeah, I had, I had been in the I had been in the the scene, the computer scene for probably 10 years at that point. So I was already I've been doing it in, for since I was a little kid. And but everybody's like, "Oh, he's, you know, he's fucking all of a sudden had these hacker movies start coming out. I was like Jim's a hacker." And wasn't that around <laughs> time like sneakers and it was. And there's, and... sneakers was like uh yeah, there's around the same time. I think it's a couple no, sneakers is around mid 90s. Um so but it was like remember the net that came out in the early 90s. Yep, yep. So, so all of a sudden, I'm some computer expert, which I kind of was, but along co- on the other side of this whole thing, there was this guy that used to work on the line.
2: It was Kenny Southard, wasn't it? Yeah, but I mean, the root of this problem starts with Tom Polyam. Let's just go there. Well,
1: we had Tom. Well, Tom <laughs> wanted Ziggy out because Tom. Got used by Ziggy on a daily basis. Like it was pretty bad. It was like
2: and the bitch of the matter was, is I got blamed for something Sheridan said. Yes, That's when it all started. So <laughs> when he came to me with it. I told him to blow it out his ass because I didn't say it, but he was convinced I said it, and it just went to hell from there.
1: But they've been looking to get rid I'm, of. Ziggy I'm sure for a Sheridan while. didn't help you at all either. No, Sheridan wasn't that kind of guy. He wouldn't throw people under the bus. I would think, but. It was it was just more that Paulie wanted Ziggy no, go.
2: Sheridan said he said he's like, uh uh-uh, oh, I know better. <laughs>
1: yeah, so I don't know. So they end up so they end up. Wanting, he wants Ziggy out, so they're trying to figure out a reason to get him out. So Ziggy and Kenny Sutherland are sitting out front one night, and they're talking about criminal justice. You know, they're just bullshitting. Hey, what do you know about it?
3: And,
1: oh, I know about you know, you know what you need. You can actually make you know a fucking you know a, a a fucking fertilizer bomb and you could take out this much space and blah blah
2: blah. It was Kenny like an just, ICP video. You can make rhinestones yeah. from gunpowder. Like it, it was stupid. The conversation I would well, dick.
1: Kenny had asked he is like, how much it would it take to blow this place up? And Ziggy's like, I don't know, like a fucking barrel and a half or something. It would take out the whole fucking place. And this fucking retarded that you know how like how redheads work? Redheads. Is it he recorded either- or something? No. Redheads okay. redheads are either really uh are either really hot even if they're like a normally like a five or a six if you love redheads they're gonna that's gonna make them a nine a lot of times but then there's the spectrum where they they, they're like fives and they're actually like twos because they're just so fucking stupid looking and that's what this chick was the one that reported remember her i can't remember her name
2: penguin (laughs) that's all we ever called her danny devito's penguin yeah, so she overheard them talking about this. That was Randy.
1: Randy, that fucking bitch. So she goes, was the one who
2: named her the Penguin." Yeah, I did. Yep, because he had a little snorty laugh, and she looked like Danny DeVito in the Penguin from Batman Two.
1: Well, she was a redhead. She had freckles, but she wasn't like not in a good way, not in any good way. So,
2: I mean, she was built like Scott.
1: Oh, fuck off. Well, Scott now. Yeah, but, not then. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he didn't have the girth, you know, back then. So, but then she goes and tells Kurt that. Which, by the way, oh, just so... and Greg leaked, Mackey.
2: What's that? And Greg Mackey. She tells Greg Mackey, who goes in into tells like, Greg like a little bitch, too.
1: Yeah, so he went and he said some shit, and all of a sudden, Kurt's like, holy fuck, is like he's going to blow it up. And he got the formula from Jim, because he's on the internet and stuff. <laughs>
2: So I, I, don't, I would have loved to have been a fly in the room for how they put this fucking together. Cause it was the most, Oh, hot, I know shit ever. Didn't they That's call a, the
1: state
0: police or some shit? Well, they did yeah,
2: in there because we go to friggin' school. We got to work at like four o'clock that night. And we're like, you know what? We're going to get some lunch at Ruby's hang out for a minute. Say hello to the people. See what it looks like before we got to come back.
1: We walk in and there's like fucking people eyeballing us. So we knew something was up instantly we were like, what the fuck is going on here? I wish I was there for that. Didn't even get to eat lunch. No. So you got taken to the office, and I something I left, didn't I? I came back or something. I came. I know. I know that you had actually gone in, and some shit went down, and then I came back. So we were in separate instances of the whole thing. So
2: I was so happy. That is the most I ever scared a human being in my life, and it was worth it. Well, I tell could, your
1: story about that part of
2: it. Pretty sure he peed. Kurt, yeah, no, ah. not Kurt. I'm pulling. Oh. Him. Mm-hmm. I have never seen a man bigger than me. Fucking cowtail that bad in my. It was Pulliam work. that pulled you in,
1: and then it was Kurt that actually cornered me later. Is what it was.
2: Well, you know, Kurt came into the office with Pulliam. They were both there, and then they got you that night when you went to work because I was suspended. Because mm-hmm. I walk back out, I'm like, "We're out of here." And you're like, "What? We didn't." eat? I'm like, "We're fucking out." So <laughs> mm-hmm. I go in, and they're like, "So, um." I guess you're going to bomb the place. I'm like, I, I, I honestly yeah. have
1: no. Uh, that's idea. how they open it up, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's just bad. like that. I'm like, I honestly have no fucking idea what the hell you are talking about. Well, we have scared employees. Oh, good. Well, we're just gonna start this right here. I got a right to know my accuser before I drag this into court for this friggin' inflammatory shit. Oh well. Oh, well, Brandy and Mackie, I go, they're done. <laughs> Just like that. Like, very calm. I go, they're done. Right. And they go, what? I was like, I don't believe you told me who the fuck they were.
1: Yeah. You're, you're I, supposed to do that I, in court
3: if you're going right? to
2: do that. Right. <laughs> but yeah, they're stupid. Yeah. So Kurt's like, um yeah, well, apparently you downloaded, Jim downloaded plans for a new manure bomb and you're going to bring it in in your bag. I'm like, in your bag. After a barrel and a, a barrel and a half. Wait, wait yeah. uh, this is the best part. I said, when have I ever brought a bag into this restaurant? I had never once come to work with a bag. The entire time I worked there. Yep. I'm like, two, do you think somebody would notice if I have a frigging 12-gallon duffel bag full of leaking shit? Where the hell would I stash that and just hang it from the hook back here? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Are you retarded? Pulliam's like, well, I was pulling in his fucking Navy. I was in the Navy and I go, Tom, nobody is fucking talking to you. Nobody even fucking looked at you. Did anybody ask for your words? Sit your ass in that chair and don't fucking speak. Right? He's like, well, and he starts to stand up. I took one step for him. I go, sit the fuck down if you like your legs. That dude not only sat down, he tucked himself so far into that chair. I don't know how he could breathe because I'm pretty sure the edge of the desk was through his spleen.
1: Uh, it's a standard issue fucking pussy bully thing, right? So.
2: It was so much fun. I expected him to maybe sit back down. I did not expect him to roll. He'd probably a pee a little. He cowered. I, watched, I watched him shiver. He cowered. Here. I watched him shiver. So Kurt's like, well, there goes my backup. So Kurt's like, oh, well, you're you're suspended indefinitely until we look into it. I said, go ahead, and your ass is mine. He goes, what's that supposed to mean? I said, the second this fucking clears, you are mine. I'm ruining everything you do for the rest of your fucking life with your career. I said, and I am suing your ass. As soon as I get a green light that your shit was all bullshit, and it's starting when I go home and call HR.
1: Yeah. yeah. My I was a little more gangster than Ziggy. Ziggy likes to do things like very direct and he's got a Shadow Lord uh, thing that he does, but when you uh, do direct that's when you, you you lose the focus when you go direct though. Because I right. know that you do the shit on side you do the sideways well, shit. right
2: now too. I'm mad. I didn't get I right until I hit my driveway. So we had driven separately to school and so Jim went home from Ruby's and I went my Man. way. I come home and there is a state trooper sitting in my driveway.
1: <laughs> Boy,
2: now you're aware of how much I love these people,
1: yeah. So, great, great go- gray gods and the purple ties.
2: He comes over and he's like, Hey, you're Ziggy? He's like, I'm like, Yep, he's like, Where are you coming from? I was like, Well, I just left being suspended from my job. He goes, Yeah, I know they called me and that's why I'm here. I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, All right, I'm gonna make this simple. I walk up, I open you know, the what? The you, know, you
1: know, you know, how, they, you know how they knew. They fucking didn't take it seriously. They sent a patrolman. They didn't they sent a trooper. They didn't send a trooper. This is
2: great. This is great. I go, ah, make this simple. I walk up, I open the garage, I walk open over, I open the shed, I go, follow me. I walk to the backyard. I open the other shed. I walk in the back door. I said, go through the house and find your fifty tons of fucking manure. Yep. <laughs> it's like what? I'm like, go oh, search for a fucking trace of a fucking nitrate that's not part of a meat protein in this fucking house. I'm like, the guy's a fucking wackatoo. It started two weeks ago when I tanked his fucking kitchen and he's been trying to get rid of me. The fact that he did this is a lawsuit. I want a copy of this fucking report. I want to know what happens from here. Uh, I said, I want a call from the DA. He's like, this isn't even going to the DA. He's like, this is closed. This is laughable. I'm like, so I said, what's my recourse? He's like, well, going back there, isn't it? And I said. All right, defamation, defamation
3: of
0: character for first for sure for at first.
3: Yep,
2: slander. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. But Kurt knew one thing and one thing only. I told him his ass was mine for the rest of his life, and it was done.
1: So the best part was Ziggy calls me on the phone, tells me all of this. I still got to go into my shift. <laughs> So I go oh, into you my... Didn't, sh-
0: you didn't get this bended, too?
1: No, no, no. I didn't get anything you yet.
0: downloaded all this stuff, right?
1: Oh, of course. And I didn't get it. Well, I got my... No, no, we're getting there. So I show <laughs> up to work, and they say, Kurt wants to talk to me. I was like, Betty fucking does, is all I said. And, uh... uh ah. You know what's funny? I remember this plain as day, is that Darcy looked at me and says, You behave. I was like, I will not. Because <laughs> I think she knew what was going on. The bartenders always happen to know shit. Everybody, the bartenders always know who was fucking who. I don't know why or how, but they just knew. I guess a fucking bartender skill set. I don't know. So I go in there and fucking I get. I sit down in the office and Kurt's like, uh, you know, I've heard some pretty disturbing things. I was like, what's that? And he goes, uh, I see. Here's the part though. I you told me all your things, but I didn't know anything about me involved. That is the best part. This is what made it really funny. I didn't know about the computer download thing leak. <laughs> all of a sudden he says, so I understand you downloaded plans for Ziggy. Uh downloaded plans. Yeah, you went on the internet and got some plans for Ziggy. Some plans? What are you what are you talking about? Is he building something? Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Kurt, let's pretend I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And got there was somebody else in the office too, because he had to have a witness. I can't remember who it was. It wasn't Pulliam. Um anyways, he says, uh Well, no, you I got understand. The power. Yeah, oh, damn
2: it. Oh. Yeah, Todd Latawa, because I remember the Todd
1: story. Todd yeah. And he says... Was he that prick that sent me home? Maybe. The redhead?
0: No, no, no. Tall tall dude. Short, dark hair. He was a douchebag.
1: That was probably Pulliam. Was Pulliam. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I'm sitting there in the office and I'm talking to this guy and I said, I, so I said, what are you, what are you even talking about? And he, so he tells me the story, the same one that he you just heard Ziggy said, you know, well, you're, you know, he's going to blow up the place. I was like, what did you hear this from? He's like, when he fucking told me, it was like Brandy. Brandy had heard and, and Mackie, I guess Greg had been at the bar too and had heard, overheard them talking. I was like, overheard them talking about what? Oh, about blowing up the place. Is that what, exactly what she heard? Is that they are going to blow up the place? No, she said they were talking about, you know, what it would take to blow up the building. I was like, yeah. We talk about it every week. He goes, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "We, I, fucking, are the world's leading bomb experts." One of our instructors. We talk about fucking bombs all week. Are you kidding me? He's like, "Oh," and I was like, "So," I was like, "So there it is. No problem. It's just a misunderstanding." He goes, "No, I've called the state police. I've called corporate. This is pretty." I was like, "Oh wow." I was like, "You called Ed and I'm fucking Ziggy." Oh, and I called it about you too. I was like, whoa, whoa, "Whoa, wait a minute, motherfucker." I was like, "I'm going into law enforcement." So what you're doing right now, you could be impeding my career just by reporting it. I was like, so you did this on what? Somebody overhearing Ziggy saying something about me. I was like, that's not even secondhand hand fucking hearsay. That's like nothing. I was like, there's no corroborating evidence here. There's no nothing here. Well, you know, we're going to let it happen. I was like, listen, if I find out there's some shit that goes on here. I was like, you know, my sister's a fucking attorney. You know that, right? Because that's going to be my next call. She's going to get a hold of your corporate office and start <clears> asking <throat> questions, going, how did this guy just randomly get accused of something that he heard from another person who had heard? You see what I'm saying? You, you got nothing. And he's like, and he just got, he starts turning red. And I was like, I was like, I, I just don't think you understand what you just did. You just gave me your head on a platter. Like, what are you doing? And, and Todd's like, well, let's not get crazy I was like, what do you, what do you mean get crazy? What, I'm just telling you right now. If this affects me in any way, shape, or form.
0: It's like you're threatening my life right now. I'm coming my, for my livelihood.
1: You. My I'm coming for you. I will make you my mission in life. I was like, that to fucking have the You know, Ziggy said the same thing. I was like, oh, that you got a bigger fucking problem than what I just said then. I was like, cause uh he gets fucking crazy. I do things fucking above the board. So good luck with that shit. And I was like, I'm gonna have to reevaluate everything. I was like, I'm already in my I'm already in my fucking at this point, I was already in my notice, wasn't I?
2: No, you gave your notice right there on the spot.
1: Oh, that's right. I gave my notice on the spot. I said, this is my two weeks. I'm going to work it out. If you want me here the two weeks, it's fine. If you want me to fuck off, I'll go. I was like, I'm going to tell you something right now. You just fucked up so fucking bad. You have no fucking idea. He was like, do you think Ziggy's going to do something? Is that what you're saying? I was like, I ain't saying shit. And he goes, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? I was like, well, let the lawyers hash it out if it gets to that. So I enjoyed that. You want me to go work now or no? What do you mean about what you said about Ziggy? I was like, do you want me to go to work or no? He's like, fine. I was like, All right. Todd's like, yeah, go ahead. All right. I did my shift, did my time and everything else. And I tell you what, man, at that point in time, he must have thought you were a goddamn lead fucking terrorist of the fucking planet. So Dude,
2: cause, I, because I, will I was never, like, Because
1: I was scared of you because you were a guy. Now, later on, I'm not. Never statute of limitations is on up. My
2: fa- on his face as he got escorted.
1: You're a man that set fire to a tracker once. So I'm just saying. <laughs> on it. No, no, no,
2: my revenge for him was deeper can we just do this now because i'm fucking boiling
1: we can but i think paul has to actually drop from us so um and we could just wrap it up the only thing we're going to cool. talk about paul is we're going to do a, a uh we're just going to basically sign it off from there and say we're going to do move out of the og next time
4: all right yeah that works okay all right so yeah this has been fun and uh we'll catch you all next time and
1: Sounds good. We'll we'll, we'll keep it more lively. There's stories. that We got so many good stories. Scams, schemes. Yeah. Crazy there's... shit going on. S- hot servers. Crazy crazy drunk stories. So
4: The hot servers might take a plenty. long
1: time. Uh, plenty. The hot servers are going to take a long fucking time. We're talking about OG. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but all, all right. Thanks, bud. Up, boys, Yeah.
0: Well, happy yep. happy fishing, sir. I'll well, see you well, next I time. Huh? I How
2: said happy fishing. Out? Well, I got you. All oh, right, I said good All luck. Right. Catch lots of stuff. Later. Oh, yeah, man. Do. All
4: right. See ya. Later.
2: So and uh, there goes Paul. And there goes Paul. So yeah, go ahead, Ziggy. So the, the fall of Stifer. Let Stifer. Let me give you an idea of how bad this man irritates my soul. I still Google him once a year to make sure that nothing is going his way.
1: Oh wait wait, pause there real quick. We just had to kind of give some, some context because so initially Kurt Mitzlifer was the general manager of Ruby Tuesdays when it started. Yeah. Um his second in command was was John Kesterson, fantastic dude. You know, Kurt I have,
0: and, I have no bad things to say about Kesterson. He was a great dude.
1: Yeah. yeah. Kurt uh Kurt actually when he was there, he was actually fine. His initial thing, he was fine, his first stint. I didn't yeah. have any issues with him. And you know, he went and sm- Oh lot. God.
2: It went open Rochester oh, I, and came back when uh, John went to Denver and John I went know, to Denver. I don't know what the hell happened in, to Rochester. If he was raping the inmates or whatnot, but that yeah, is it was a wreck.
1: I forgot to tell the best part of it because back then I was fucking. Um, I was anti weed. Oh, oh I was, yes, very I much I was so. Anti weed, very much so. And I was sitting in the office because I knew this guy smoked like a chimney. And when I was walking out, when I was sitting there, and he's gone, I was like. I was like, he kept giving me shit. You what do you mean about Ziggy? What do you mean about Ziggy? Because he was really fucking worried. And I said, I looked, I turned around and said, are you going to fucking keep pushing? Because if you want to keep pushing, I can get a ho- hold of corporate and say, let's just bring fucking, let's all have random piss tests down here. How do you think you're going to do? And fucking Todd, Todd went, <laughs> Todd didn't, I don't think Todd smoked. I think he was fucking kind of a clean boy, but fucking Mitt man, that dude fucking smoked like mad weed. So kidding. There was no way he would have made it. And half the fucking staff would have been fired. So, yeah, that he, that he, then he left me alone. He let me do my two weeks in peace. That's what it was. That's one thing I want to mention. Except, but uh, yeah, so he was actually Pulliam, fine,
2: except for Pulliam, who had to dive behind a wall because you yelled bomb.
1: Oh my god, I I can't. I forgot all about that. <laughs> Go ahead, tell him. Tell
2: him he's a bitch. I wasn't there. You tell him. I was already suspended. I'm still. We suspended. were.
1: we were were working I was just sitting there going and he's like working a line and we're just like fucking sitting there doing shit and going through so I was like you know I was was, like you know I was like oh my god bomb and he was like he (laughs) fucking
3: he just fucking jumped out of his fucking skin dude he's like
1: it's like I had lobbed a grenade personally myself I was like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh jesus christ he fucking i mean it, 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 it's just like have you ever seen somebody go
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god it was like the look on his face was like you ever see those videos where they're in a car behind a fucking a tractor trailer being fucking towed and it's like yes. facing you and all of a sudden yeah, somebody scream <laughs> yeah that was fucking that was bullying so yeah that was fucking great so yeah
0: I remember that asshole was like because it was a, it was a night that O'Connor's used my shoes to work a dish closing shift, and I had to open for.
1: Fucking, they were soaked and nasty. Yeah, they like were her.
0: fucking disgusting. Yep. I was like, "Are you kidding me right now?" So I wore I wore sneakers because I didn't have any opportunity to do anything with it. <laughs> and he was like, "What do you what? What is that on your feet?" I'm like, "Listen, uh, my roommate decided he." Had to appropriate my shoes last night and work closing dish and yada yada. But you can't be here with them. I'm like, come on! I'm out here all the time. I know how to walk gingerly in the kitchen without losing my fucking shit and falling down.
1: Well, yeah, you gotta go home. Yeah. You fucking was, kidding me, dude?
0: Was
2: pulling him
1: in a nutshell. <clears throat> yeah, he was a douche. Sorry, Zig.
2: All right. So you know, I'm going to preface this as a reminder to anybody who's unlucky enough to listen to this pod of why you never, ever irritate me on a personal level. Don't, because, don't poke the bear. Because this is how deep my revenge goes. I told him that day his ass was mine, and I meant it, and I kept eyes on him 24-7. Within two weeks of me leaving Ruby Tuesdays, I took 14 members of his staff. That's just under half. Yep. And then the fun began. I then started systematically having friends placed in that building with one mission and one mission only to make Kurt like them and to watch everything he did. <clears throat> Easy to do. And then this random stroke of hilarity happened. The great stoned kitchen god, Kurt Mitstifer burnt down his fucking house using a deep fryer. Yep. Which caused him to have to move. Which made him rent an apartment, which just happened to do for my mother, who knew I flagged that name as the friggin' messenger of the apocalypse. And she's like, So I've got an application from Kurt Steifer. I'm like, oh, the guy who just made the paper for burning down his kitchen? She's like, yeah, that's him. I was like, do you think that's a good investment? She's like, well, that's what I'm asking you. She's like, if he's under my watch, are you going to go burn down another one of our apartments? I'm like, first, I did not do that. That was his own shit. And second, yeah, I want to know where he is every second of the day. Give him the apartment.
1: (laughs) I got to break in and be like, Livvy, what's up? She yeah, is singing right. a song behind you, son.
2: I so heard it like,
3: too.
2: I'm like, I want to know when he moves in. I want to know when he moves out. I want to know if he's late on rent. I want to know everything. And I was like, okay. So about a year goes by, and in the I didn't meantime, see it was.
1: I didn't. I didn't see it was a bad thing that she was singing.
2: <laughs> and in the meantime, friggin', believe it or not, Vicky Beeman, my, my friggin' uh, savior at the bar, is going. This place is going downhill. Like, Kurt's running into the ground. He can't keep people. Everybody's mad. And I overheard he said. And say, everybody
1: knows he's he's banging. Right? Everybody knows he's banging Portia.
2: No, yeah. no. They were already married then.
1: He was no, banging they were, her. They were oh, married. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they, they already get had to a a uh, or...
2: That's why the, when they went to Rochester, she quit and went with them. Oh, okay. So, my mom goes. My mom calls me. But in the meantime, Vicky tells me. Um, that the place is going down there having all sorts of problem with that numbers. I was like, it is impossible to have problems with numbers in that restaurant. It's, it is the formula is so clean. It's not like a broad and so, uh, everything, so
0: everything was controlled in inventory you know, yeah, and inventory
2: cost is off. I'm like, that's it. So I call a couple of people. I go next time Kurt goes to the cabin. I want you all pile on. So he goes to his cabin in PA and fights a bunch of people and cooks because he wants to be the cool boss. And sure as shit, all
0: kinds you, of Ruby Tuesday product.
2: Yep, yeah, you name it, tons of ribs and everything else. So, like, oh, that's interesting. So I get out of Olive Garden one night and I friggin' pull over. I'm watching him take shit out the back door. I was like, ah, I see. You wait till close and you just fucking pack your Jeep up. Gotcha. Hmm. <laughs> So, I'm like, all all information in the hat.
0: Was this, was this before so, the art of on, cell, phone tech, tech, cell phone photo technology? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Way before, it was that. Way before that. Yeah. Uh, okay.
2: Hang on, screaming child.
1: I hear you. Oh, no. We've been hearing her for a while. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she is making herself known, son.
2: Um, so anyways, my mom goes, you know, Kurt just said, he's moving. I said, he's moving. I was like, hang on, let me make a call. So I call Ruby Tuesdays. And I was like, um, it was Vicky. I go, did Kurt quit? She goes, no, he's never going anywhere. I said, okay, thanks, bye. That's all I did. That's all I asked. <laughs> okay, you, bye. Yep. So I call my mom back. I was like, he's moving. He's like. He's going to be gone," he said. "He just paid two months rent. He's going to be gone at the end of thirty days to go to Florida, and then uh, Portia will finish out the last month and come down after he settled." I was like, "Oh, thanks! It's Christmas."
3: Hang on.
1: So this is how this is where the scheming comes in. We get. We've got a hey, lot
3: of a schemes. It's good stuff. But yeah, we got we got, wait, we got a lot of. We, I think we
0: might have to put a pin in it after
1: this one. Well, after this story, yeah, we're yeah, yeah, going to yeah. wrap it up right after this. So, but I just all wanted right. To... Sorry, meltdown. Oh, that's cool.
2: Um. So anyway, she tells me so. I start poking around. Right, I'm like, oh, where's he going? Where's he going? <laughs> Where's he going? What's his degree? His degree is in nutrition. I said, "Ma, do me a favor, tell him you need to know his forwarding address and job in case there's any uh hold on the deposit." She goes, "Okay." Twenty minutes uh-huh. later, I have a copy of where he's going to work and where he's moving.
1: Was he transferred to another Ruby Tuesday?
2: Nope. He was going to be a nutritionalist at some fucking weird diet company
1: okay i remember the i remember the fucking the blow
2: up here so you're going to do it so i call up to ruby tuesdays and i get kurt on the phone (laughs) right this this (laughs) is the greatest thing ever i'm like hey man my name is 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 johnny jackson or some shit i can't remember but i keep this draw going i'm like i had a terrible experience in my My wife is sick and I want to talk to a manager, but you know, I called up and talked to this guy named Kurt and he didn't really seem to care. I want your corporate number. So Kurt's dumb ass, not wanting to deal with whoever had called for the 90th time this week, gives me the corporate number. Oh, wow. Himself. I'm like, you idiot. Any other GM on the planet would be like, oh, well, it's me. Let me make it right. Not Kurt. Nope. Because why? He's quitting. He don't give a fuck. It gives me the 800 number and I call him. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, and don't really want to register a complaint. I'd rather talk to somebody in HR or upper level management about
1: loss prevention if you have it
2: uh, about a situation I'm sure you would love to hear about. Here's my name, here's my number, give me a call. So the next day, I get a call from this guy from Ruby Tuesday. He's like, Uh, and hey, hey, I'm not sure how to proceed here. It looks like you have information that I'm supposed to want, but, you know, we have to kind of vet these things because it sounds odd. I was like, I'm going to start straight out and tell you I'm a disgruntled employee. I said, but that's not going to change a goddamn thing when I tell you what I got. I said, Kurt Mitt has been running shit out your back door into his Jeep to fund his private parties, his weed business, and most of all, drive your numbers into the dirt. You have a failing store that under John Kesterson went from a training store for managers to something that's barely a blip on the radar. But what you don't know is... He is moving to Florida immediately because basically you're onto him. So let me guess, your store has numbers and you're looking at him for embezzlement. They said, we're absolutely looking at him for embezzlement. I was like, well, I was lucky enough to know that he starts at this company in Florida. So if you want him before he leaves New York State so you can charge him, now's your time. He's like, how do you know all this? I said, I made it a personal mission to hate him, and I told him that was the case, and I have followed him like a private investigator, which I went to school for, and his ass is mine. I said, so you're going to come pick him up? <laughs> They're like, well, you know, we won't get into the details of that, but we so appreciate this information.
0: <laughs> I bet they fucking did. So this, is yep. like,
2: this is like a Monday, I call him Tuesday morning, I shit you not. I set my alarm, I wake up, I'm at Ruby's at 5 minutes to 11 for open. And this is the best chain of events ever. Right after I left, and Jim was still on his two-week notice, while Kurt was going through my mission of people that he didn't like, he got into it with Angel LaPont. And Angel LaPont got fired that night for trying to kill Kurt for telling him he's the biggest fucking pussy he ever met in his life. <laughs> that's how That's how Angel went out. <laughs>
0: I think I
2: remember Angel. I do. As I'm sitting there waiting for Ruby's to unlock the door, I see Angel Lapont walking into the mall entrance. I'm like, Angel, beer, now. He's like, what? I'm like, (laughs) this is the moment we've been waiting for. This is our time. He goes, I'm not allowed in there. I said, fuck am I either. I said, but I'm going. So we belly up to the bar, order two big-ass beers. The doors unlock. Here come four suits and a cop. they <laughs> walking right into the kitchen. Oh, shit. Well, it looks like
1: Kurt's actually, I went and Googled him. He's actually a fucking working in the trucking industry now. Oh, so. keep looking
2: at it. Look at the lawsuit with his ex-partner and all the fraud charges. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, it's, that's oh, boy.
2: Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah, changed. Yeah, that uh, nutrition system worked out. We'll get to it. ha. <laughs> I'm sitting at at the bar with the biggest beer you can order with Angel when Kurt comes out being escorted to the door and he sees us. I'm like, ah, Kurt. And there's Angel. You're still the biggest pussy I ever met, Kurt. I'm like, enjoy your hiatus, motherfucker. I told you you were mine. And his face, his face looked at me in the midst of the chaos and the awe of how he got busted. And he didn't know how, but he knew it was me. Mm -hmm. Because I was at the bar waiting for it going, Told you. <laughs> He'll never forget that moment as long as he lives, but it gets better. So I go home and I made sure to call the new company that New York State had just filed embezzlement charges. They could check at the Horseheads horse precinct where he was, and they probably really didn't want to hire him on arrival. So when he made his way to Florida, he was lucky enough to find out he didn't have a job there either. <laughs> Portia ended up staying like an extra three months while Kurt routed around Florida trying to get a job. <laughs> And she didn't last long after that. She was gone with the kids. Shit. So, yeah, there's your old job, your new job, your thank you for fucking me, your marriage, and your arrest. Fuck you, buddy. (laughs) So, that
1: has been some true
2: things to think about. Don't piss Ziggy
0: off.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, back then though, when I said that shit, it was like it was like a thing because you know, back then he was more of a—he's a lot calmer now. Back then he was a loose cannon. Oh he Jesus, he was a he
0: force of nature be. back
1: then. Yeah, so I was like, you fucking—I was like, it was funny to look on his face when I actually told him. I was like, oh, you did this as Ziggy, oh, Okay. Brick
2: by brick, everything. Look, uh, you can't even use. I was your like, you know what? Don't look
3: anymore. at it. Yeah, That's right. like, You
2: can't even use your degree anymore. You are not welcome near food. Yep.
1: So, but yeah, our next, uh, so that is, this is episode one. This has been this episode is part one. one. Uh, <laughs> we, next time we're going to pick up, we're going to talk about OG. The OG was actually where I want to say it was where we took friendships to the next level. New crazy shit happened. It wasn't as crazy as the Ruby Tuesday stuff, but it was actually, it was a lot of fucking, there was a lot of good times. So well, we were getting
2: older and smarter. So we made the fun more, uh, concentrated. Yep. Oh, yeah.
1: Like uh, Woodard showing up with a fucking bag of mushrooms and dumped it Your in the ceiling.
3: God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so or, uh, or, or, or him
1: backing up and, or Bob backing up to say, "Okay, you back at me one more time. I'm gonna carve off some bacon." <laughs> oh,
0: wait, uh, was that Woodard or was that Ziggy? That was
1: Woodard. Okay, that
0: was my
2: weird. favorite moment with them with Linda. I'm coming down that line. Linda, if you come on this line, I'm going to cut you with a shovel. I'm not getting on that line.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I stopped the kitchen one time because I said, if you fucking do this one thing, I can't remember what it was. I was like, I ain't doing that shit because Bonnie jumped on me like a fucking Wolverine on crack. And uh, fucking Gary thought that was the funniest fucking shit in the world. But so did the rest of everybody like did you refer to me as a wolverine on crack <laughs> like she was like <laughs> like she was still like sipping tea while she was asking me the question it's fucking great so yeah a lot of good og uh stories that we'll get into and i hope you enjoyed it we definitely love your feedback on it um oh yes please yeah definitely uh you know and we're gonna definitely uh we're oh, gonna continue the story there'll be a couple more of these and i'm pretty sure that we're probably gonna start including some people i think we're gonna we're gonna drag eric uh, Redbeard into this at some point. Excellent. Um, we might even pull in a of Pete. We'll see what happens.
3: Um, yes, it be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, so uh, if you're interested, you had a good time with this. I am not going to edit it. I'm going to tell you right now, I think that this stands uh, if you've got a problem with it, fucking
0: the the only thing you you might want to do, because I didn't say spoilery explicit like I
1: usually do, mm-hmm. just
0: preface it preface it. Like throw something. Oh, in. I will.
1: I'm gonna definitely put it on the page. So yeah. And then just go ahead and you know, I guess you can go ahead and tack our sponsors and hit us where the, you know in the money, except for we don't get paid for this. So there's that. So Absolutely not. We nope, do this so. for fun, people. Yep. So that being said, take us out, Mr. Sykes. Okay, for Uh,
0: jesus for the 18th of june yeah june yeah yep ah this has been the comic shop confidential
1: yes Part one part one part one part one
0: other parts to be uh, following at some point we We do not
2: have a final number no No. we don't it could even keep going as a series
0: I was thinking three, but I don't I don't think it's going to stop at
2: three. It's, it could keep going.
1: <laughs> we'll see. We may take breaks and just do them in little intervals. Season one. We'll call this season yeah. one. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, any uh, we, don't, we, don't, we don't need any taglines. No taglines?